1: And now, Preston and Steve's
0: news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, November 2nd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. With two days left until Election Day, Joe Biden and President Donald Trump are battling every last undecided vote in the key battleground states. On Sunday, Biden made a stop in Pennsylvania, with Trump narrowly, uh, which Trump narrowly won in 2016. It's a state the former vice president is hoping to turn blue this time around. Trump campaigned in five states on Sunday, while Biden made a stop in Philadelphia. Biden greeted uh, a parking lot of supporters in cars outside of the Sharon Baptist Church in the city's Winfield Heights section. He also spoke to uh, a socially distanced crowd in their cars at FDR Park in South Philadelphia. Biden made a stop at the office of Congressman uh, Brendan Boyle, who's running for re-election in Pennsylvania's 2nd District. And earlier in the day, he visited laborers Local 413 in Chester, trying to energize uh, his base in the Philadelphia area, typically a Democratic stronghold. Uh, He spoke about his Public health plan for tackling COVID 19. He promised to address uh, systemic racism, mentioning the recent protests and looting in Philadelphia, and he urged people to vote if they haven't done so already. He said every single vote matters. Kamala Harris will be with John Legend in Philadelphia tonight, and Biden will be in Pittsburgh with Lady Gaga. The Philadelphia Convention Center will become the center of election activity in the city on Tuesday at 7 a.m. as hundreds of election officials started working to process hundreds of thousands of mail in ballots. Their work in Pennsylvania's largest city, a key Democratic strong Democratic stronghold, could be crucial to determining who wins the battleground state uh, and with it the White House. Under pressure to work quickly, officials are also being squeezed by the calendar. After Republicans in control of the state opted not to allow uh, not to allow counties to begin processing uh, mail-in ballots before the election, as is the case in most other states, the abridged timeline, the potential for legal challenges, and the sheer volume of mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania, which is allowing voting by mail for the first first time this year, could complicate the ballot count that is expected to continue until Friday, according to the state's top election official. The number of people voting by mail has only been uh, exacerbated by the corona- coronavirus pandemic. President Donald Trump, who re- repeatedly criticized voting by mail, said bad things happened in Philadelphia in his September debate with Biden and urged his supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully. Pennsylvania Republicans and the Trump campaign are laying the groundwork for an aggressive campaign to challenge the tax of mail-in votes, which could make the work of election officials in the city at a flashpoint between both parties on November 3rd. President Trump was in Pennsylvania this weekend, and he will be in Northeast Pennsylvania today. Uh, he will be in five states today. He was in five states yesterday. He spoke on a number of issues, including the pandemic, saying locking down the country is not the answer. Vice President Pence is holding two rallies in Western Pennsylvania today. The Pennsylvania Department of Health says daily increases in new coronavirus cases are the highest they have been since the beginning of the pandemic. The department on Saturday announced 2,510 new cases, which ballooned the statewide total to over 208,000. An additional 28 coronavirus-related deaths pushed the state's fatalities to 8,812. State health officials maintain that most patients who have fallen gravely ill are 65 years or older. However, Pennsylvania continues to see a rise in cases among younger the 19 to 24 age bracket that accounted for a small percentage of new cases in April has now increased uh, into the teens and 20s. In the southeast Pennsylvania region, health officials said the young adult demographic made up 5% of new cases in April, but now accounts for 12% of infections. The sharpest spike in the state is being monitored in the north-central uh, counties, where April's totals of 7% have risen to 29% in October, according to the department. Health officials are reminding Pennsylvanians to maintain uh, efforts To wear their mask when they are in public and stay at least six feet away from each other. In sports this morning. In Sunday Night Football, the Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys in an ugly 23-9 win. The first place Eagles have their first two-game winning streak of the year against two teams that are 3-12 and 3-4-1 halfway through the season. The Eagles have a bye week next weekend and will return to action on Sunday, the 15th for a game up the turnpike against the New York Giants. In other football news, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the NFL's last undefeated team and improved to 7-0 after rallying to beat the Baltimore Ravens 28-24. Pittsburgh will stay on the board for the third week next Sunday as they head to Dallas to face the Cowboys. In Monday Night Football, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will travel to the Meadowlands to take on the Giants. Kickoff tonight is set for 8-15. And the Philadelphia Union had their winning streak come to an end after losing Ah. to the Columbus crew yesterday afternoon. The final was 2-1. The Union are back home on Sunday afternoon as their regular season will come to an end with a match against the New England Revolution. And that's what I have for you this morning. right,
0: thank you very much, Kathy. Back from a weekend. Here we are returning for a new week brand new you brand new everything including a new word of the week prize and we have three bottles of the double gold award-winning revivalist botanical gin wow voted number one best craft gin distillery in america by usa today by the way we're also going to give you three bottles of resurgent young american bourbon which is very yummy in fact by happenstance, I'm wearing oh, their shirt today. Yes, you are. I didn't even realize that this was the prize. <laughs> I was like, are you shooting a video today? I'm wearing the revivalist shirt. No, I was I was out at their distillery not that long ago, and they gave me a couple shirts, nice. which is cool. And so we're also going to give you three bottles of Preston's Quarantine Cocktail. Really? Yes. Oh, I wow, was, man. We made a video for it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's raving about it. I'm telling you, it is... It's so yummy. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's like it's one of those where you you're like I need to slow down now. This tastes too good because it's got apple cider in it. Uh-huh. And it's got it's, uh, obviously the the uh, revivalist uh, bourbon in it, uh, but it also has some lemon and uh, ginger ale, and, and it's fantastic.
3: It That's is cool.
0: It's is a it's a wonderful uh, cocktail for this time of year because of the apple cider and everything. But I'm like like I, I have to just stop at one. Your time. advice is to tap the brakes. You need to because yeah. it tastes so damn good. So anyhow. We're going to give you three bottles of each one of those for the uh, word of the week, which is pretty cool. So a signature cocktail is uh, the capper on that. Uh, So we'll do the letter of the day at the end of the show. We'll do that each day this week. And then on Friday, we'll give away uh, the booze as the prize pack. So obviously got to be at least 21 in order to win that. Uh, So that is taking place. And we're also going to have a guest on the program today, a little after nine o'clock, Paris. Beryl, is that how you say her name, Beryl? I I don't even... I know who she is. Is B-E-R-E-L-C. Beryl? Beryl? That sounds better. Yeah. Um, Anyhow, she is the young teen star of Hubie Halloween, Yeah. which is available now on Netflix, so she's a stunner. And a bunch of Disney stuff, too, that you guys probably know from. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, Elite Force.
5: Yeah.
0: All right, so she'll be on a little bit later on this morning. She is our guest now. Also, we have a new month. We need to flip the page on the calendar. So let us go from October to November, and we would like to welcome Tatiana, Tatiana to your world. Yes, Tatiana. The month of November is all her, all thirty days, and she was very excited about this. I saw a um, Instagram post yesterday that uh, she was psyched about the fact that it has finally hit November. Uh, so we are excited. She is. She could be the most naked one in the entire calendar. Quite possibly, I think, in yes. This, yeah. In this uh, insert yeah, photo, in keeping that we have with the here. month. And she's got uh, wonderful tattooage that runs down her left-hand side. But the main picture is a little lingerie and... uh she looks fantastic. She's also like
4: a very, she She does a lot of writing, short stories, I guess. I think she's even doing uh,
0: screenplays. So good for her. Excellent. All right. So if you have a calendar, make sure you flip the page and welcome Tatiana to your world. All right. We have these things and more taking place today. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. I have a big, big stack of entertainment stories to run by you as well as a stupid question to give some stuff to you. So stay with us. The sun is coming
6: up. The day begins and uh, we're in it together. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app.
4: Steven Singer Jewelers has the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, plus fast, free, and safe shipping. I hate StevenSinger.com.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right, let's do a stupid question, giveaway a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. The question I have for you this morning is, of course, we had the uh, the full moon on Halloween, and that was the blue moon because we had two in the month, right. within the month. Now, November, when there is traditionally a full moon, which there is in November, it is called a what? November's full moon is traditionally called what? It has a name, 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. To that November's full moon is traditionally called what? Two one five two six three. WMMR. Go through some birthdays today while well, we're waiting for that Monday. November second birthdays include Stephanie Powers, who played yeah, Mrs. Hart. Hot. Yeah, Jennifer Hart on Heart to Heart. I really don't know anything else that she was in. Person. Uh, she
4: was in the Girl from Uncle, I believe, as well. Okay. Uh, so she was. Uh, they had a series called The Man from Uncle, and I believe she was the Girl from Uncle. But uh, probably her most famous role is as Mrs. Hart. This is She's gorgeous. Uh, I smell a toilet seat. <laughs> I know I'm
0: not supposed to. I'm a bad boy. Was, I'm such uh, a bad boy. That was Max, her uh, butler. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. the intro, and you'll understand. This is my boss,
7: Jonathan Hart. <laughs> don't pay pay millionaire. <laughs> uh-huh. He's quite a guy. So, quite a guy. Hang on. And this yes. is Mrs. H.
4: Gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the air conditioning unit sits right outside her window. If I get on my knees, I can pleasure myself on the window
7: level. She has no clue.
4: She just thinks I'm doing the hedges. Oh I'm doing the hedges alright.
0: I'm doing them real good. Uh, she was pretty much a stunner, though. Definitely a beautiful. She woman. is.
4: If you, I, I bring it up all the time because it was part of a, a. It was called the greatest TV show ever, or whatever the hell the. I think that was the framing of it, and they remade the intros of all these classic '70s and '80s uh, shows, and um, Amy Poehler played her
0: in the opening credits to Heart to Heart. Yeah. And it's effing hilarious. Wow. And the idea was they they were super duper rich, but they liked to solve crimes. They liked to solve crimes. They had just on their own. They were they were uh, amateur detectives. You know what they call people like that? What? Morons. Yeah. <laughs> She's seventy eight today. You also have uh, Carter Frickin Beaufort, Whoa. drummer of Dave Matthews Band. Uh, the guy is a machine. I remember. Okay, so let's
4: go back. Probably. <sighs> Nineteen years or yeah, maybe at least. the second year of the camp out for hunger, and I was I was familiar vaguely, and you had a video of Carter Beauford that you showed me. Yeah. I was like, Holy hell. Yeah,
0: it's it was, called it Under some, the Under yeah. the Table and Drumming is his uh his uh drum instructional uh, um, series. And yeah. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh he's just uh uh, he just—he's very, very fast and powerful and creative and everything that you want from a great drummer.
4: I've—I put, I put together I, in my mind. I think I know why we've never gotten him on the show, and we've tried a couple of times. He's afraid of a compute. He's a drum off against you. He's afraid of that. You know? Yeah. It's a little intimidating.
0: <laughs> no music from uh...
5: Well, uh. So I have this, and I think it's the one that you like.
0: Okay, uh, we'll hit it. Yeah, here we
5: go. Uh, it. No, this is just—you
0: uh, like the studio. end of one of the.
5: Ants marching something. at
0: the end, and the live version, he really goes nuts. Yeah, so all right, uh, maybe anyhow. it
8: will be under Carter. Boefer
0: Don't worry about it. He's sixty-two eh. today. Uh, Bobby Dahl, the uh, bassist of Poison, celebrates his birthday today. He is uh, fifty-seven years old. Poison's guilty pleasure. They're yeah. fun. Yeah, they're you know they're almost uh, self-parody. It's just kind of throwaway hard rock music. But it was uh, of a time. It was just fun yeah. music, and that's pretty much girls like sums them. up the whole band. Yeah. So Bobby Dahl celebrates his. 57th birthday today you also have david schwimmer of friends wow. he is uh turning 54 ross is uh do you want to look at these ahead of time i'm sorry i should have shown Dude, them get off my ass man I just, you know, i'm a
5: little behind today sorry <laughs> <laughs> normally I, I was serious about saying
0: do you want to take <laughs> normally a look at normally
5: i do that but for some reason i'm a little bit behind today okay yeah uh I was getting the the heart to heart, and then as soon as I got that, right, I wasn't supposed to, to reveal on this, and... Preston.
0: But Casey's been baking muffins for you this morning. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> All right. Well, don't worry about it. We don't. We... I, I'm not playing anymore today. We're done. All right. We'll just do the clap part. One, two, three. There you go. There's your friends theme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> David Schwimmers, 54. That's him. Uh, singer and songwriter. I added him to this list. I really was not familiar with him until the Eagles documentary, that, that uh, really lengthy documentary that came out, J.D. Souther. Yes, uh, and he and Don Henley and the group worked very very closely together writing songs, uh, but also uh, he wrote songs for uh, and with uh, James Taylor and Linda Ronstadt. You know that whole crew. Yeah, kind of. So I, I don't know, know if you call
4: him crew. a gun for hire, but he said he definitely collaborated with a lot
0: of great people with a lot what of great music. Um, and he apparently was an actor on the show Nashville too. So he's seventy five today. Uh, you also have Reginald Fieldy. Our Vizu, who is a bassist of Korn. A lot of bass players celebrating birthdays today. Well,
4: November is traditionally a bass player's month.
0: He's uh, 51. I even <laughs> skipped a couple of bass players. So uh, so he is celebrating his He also
4: plays birthday. a mean cymbal,
0: man. He plays uh, the ride he cymbal.
5: Crazy ride cymbal player, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <happy birthday. laughs> Listen, I don't know Korn, all right? Uh, so I, you know what? Produce. I know
9: this one. I know this one.
0: There we go. There's probably okay. a bass being played right here. There is bass. All being right, uh, happy 51st to Reginald. Uh, it's also Jervis's birthday today.
3: Ooh.
0: Play Jerv- the thing to friends. Jervis of Survivor. No, we're not, we don't need it. Oh, God automated. damn it. What?
5: Okay, nothing. No, no, no. I just hit the wrong button. Uh, I'm having an off morning, all right?
0: So I'm going to play Survivor.
3: <laughs> the band Survivor. Instead of
0: the theme from the show, because that would be a pain in the ass. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Jervis is uh, 50. Did we just have a drop of me yeah. blowing out a nut, screaming that? Yeah, he said, Oh, <laughs> I felt that in my sack.
4: I don't have that anymore.
0: That one was oh, awesome.
4: felt that in my sack.
0: And then the last birthday is rapper and actor Nelly. Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Uh, his real name is Cornell Haynes Jr. Ah. Cornell's a pretty cool name. Did he go to your high school, or he's from? No, here? no, he's just from St. Louis. All right. Uh, so he and the, his crew are called the St. Lunatics. Uh, so he celebrates his uh, 46th birthday today. My wife loves Nelly. Loves this music, because This is her jam, right? Oh here. yeah. Yep. All right. Let's see. One if- more, Chris. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, I, you know what? He yeah. was on my list. I yeah. don't know why I didn't say it. Pat Croce. Oh! Celebrates his I birthday today. Him. And uh, God, but we had Pat on the show a gazillion times back in the day when he was president of the Sixers and uh, was just... Last time... I uh, hear all the time. Uh, does he even still have a house here? Do we yeah. think he's building like a, a mega house.
4: He right? He lives
2: in a cabin out in Bucks County. Okay, in like Upper Bucks County.
0: Like a cabin or a cabin?
4: No,
2: like a cabin, like <laughs> okay. like a glorified cabin. Okay.
0: <laughs> But he also spends a lot of time in the Keys, correct? Yeah, did.
2: I think they're done down there. No kidding. I I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, like their businesses that they that they had. I know his daughter had a business down there as well. I think that has all kind of uh, dissipated. I ran
10: into him in the uh, the farmers market in Stratford um, two or three years ago, and it was a very different Pat Croce. He's very zen. He's very calm. He's not the guy that was uh, climbing the Walt Whitman Bridge during the NBA Finals. You know, like a lot of that is behind him at this point, and he seemed really happy. But he seems kind of like. A granddad who wants to spend time with his grandkids. You
2: can see him. um, A lot of people see him on Ocean City's boardwalk, like walking in the morning. He still exercises a lot. Um, Last time I saw him, he just happened to be walking by a TV camera. I forget which. I think it might have been Fox that was there. And he was in all black, uh, kind of like a... um, like a ninja? Uh, no, not like a ninja, but like it was just very like flowy. And, oh, really? You know, kind like, of like, like, a, like what a, Nick's talking about. That almost whole, like a
4: priest, like a Zen. Yeah, like yeah, a okay. Zen,
2: and he was just walking down. of like a Buddhist. I mean, but still, you know, energetic. He waited, sure. said hi, but he just happened to be walking by. So I guess they still have their houses in Ocean City, too. All right.
0: Well, listen, if you see Pat today, tell him the president. Steve Show said happy birthday. He's six years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. Uh, November's full moon is, moon is traditionally called what? And I will go to Cindy to see if she knows the answer. Good morning, Cindy. <laughs> Good morning.
11: I'm uh, going to say the beaver moon. It's
0: a beaver moon. Beaver yeah. yeah. Hang on a second, Cindy. Uh, we're going to get your information one more time on that case, if you don't mind. Cindy! The beaver moon is what it's called because in the colonial era. So matted and wet. This was the month to set one's beaver traps before the swamps froze Ah. and beavers retired to their lodges to ensure a supply of warm winter furs. Nice beaver. So that's where that comes from. Thank God it's not that time anymore. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll go through uh, the box office. Uh, Number one was the movie Come Play. Uh, and I don't even know what that movie is. That a about. horror
5: movie? Uh, you got a. Uh, I got a mug. You for got it. a mug for that, Preston. On Friday, they gave yeah, us M and M's for it, Preston.
0: <laughs> so okay, then. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know anything about it other than they send nice M and M's.
4: Killer sends mugs full of M and M's to his victims.
0: Second was Ooh. Honest Thief. War with Grandpa, at number three followed by Tenet, The Empty Man, Hocus Pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Halloween was number eight. Then you had Monsters. Followed by number ten, which was spell, so that was your actual box office this weekend, and the big entertainment news and sad entertainment news was the fact that Sean Connery passed away. He was mm-hmm. ninety years old uh, in two thousand. Queen Elizabeth had knighted Connery, his family confirmed his death and noted that he died in his sleep in the Bahamas. I had seen a story that he was suffering from dementia,
4: dementia. yeah. I- we had asked, I think, just a couple of weeks ago, and I asked, had anyone seen any pictures of him or anything? And they kind of really put the clamp on stuff pertaining to him, and he was just living down there, and obviously he was not in the best of condition, but he passed in his sleep with his family. And, yeah, yeah,
0: unfortunately when it's dementia or something, that you kind of wither away. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really sad. So, But, um, you know, I didn't realize his very last appearance on screen was uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in 2003. Uh, which I love that movie. It was a great role to go out on. Ton of great stuff. Uh, in a statement on Saturday, Bond producers Michael G. Wilson and Barbara B- uh, Broccoli had said Connery was "quote and shall always be remembered as the original James Bond." whose indelible entrance into cinematic history began when he announced those unforgettable words, the name is Bond, James Bond. We have a a montage of some clips of him
4: saying the immortal line. In fact, I believe his uttering of that line in the original Dr. No is considered the most iconic film line of all time.
8: I admire your luck, Mr.
12: Bond. Bond. James Bond. Who are you? Bond. James Bond
7: are you my name is bond james bond hello again i do owe you an explanation my name is bond james bond
0: somebody playing galaga in the background that's from uh, never say never
4: again and they actually do have a sequence with a video game where uh-huh. he uh he faces off against klaus maria von brandauer whatever the hell the guy's name is but uh, that was the one where they—that was a the year where they had two Bond movies released at the same time. There was one with Roger Moore and one with uh, Sean Connery.
0: Uh, they continue to say he revolutionized the world with his gritty and witty portrayal of the sexy and charismatic screen agent, secret agent. Uh, he is undoubtedly largely responsible for the success of the film series, and we shall be forever, ever grateful to him. You know,
4: he wasn't the first person to play Bond, though. An actor named Barry Nelson played him, and there was an American television uh, who actually played Jimmy Bond. <laughs> Is what they referred to him as Jimmy. Jimmy and, um, Barry Nelson. You would know Preston as the guy who gives Jack Nicholson
0: the job in The Shining when he sits down okay. to the interview across the yeah. table. That's Barry Nelson. Okay. Uh, Connery also appeared in several non Bond classics, including The Untouchables, which earned him an Oscar. It's great. The Man Who Would Be King and Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Junya. Junya. Yeah. Junya. <laughs> Junya. Uh, Some words were a little difficult for that Scottish brogue. That's right. I coach the dog now, Connery was born in the slums of Edinburgh on August 25, 1930. At 17, he was drafted into the Royal Navy, discharged after three years with a serious case of ulcers, and he launched his Hollywood career as a model and began landing acting roles whenever he could. In 1956, he was cast as a prize fighter in the BBC's Requiem for Heavyweight, his star-making role was uh, 1962's Dr. No, the first of his Bond films. And in 1999, he was selected as People's Sexiest Man of the Century. Wow. Yes. Well, that's a big accomplishment. <laughs> that's huge. He's also in the movie. You ever seen the movie Darby O'Gill and the Little People?
4: He's no. in that. It's an old Disney movie. And uh, he's in The Longest Day. Um, a couple of films you'd see him pop up in. But Dr. No just catapulted. And when you had Dr. No for mush with Love and then... Goldfinger, and that's when Bond exploded, you know, it was just, and from then on, it, that sort of set the model for Bond movies after that.
0: I loved Ramius in uh, Hunt for Red October, he was so good. Uh, excellent in that role. Yeah, um, you needed somebody of that, I think Steven Spielberg called him like the um,
4: the biggest uh, the biggest movie star, the, the, most, the aura was the most powerful around Connery.
0: Uh, he married actress Diane Silento in 1962. They divorced in 73. Salento died in 2011. Uh, He's survived by his second wife, painter uh, Micheline Roquebrune, who he married in 1975. Also his son, Salento, uh, actor Jason, or by Cilento, actor Jason Connery, and a grandson from Jason's marriage to actress Mia Sara. Uh, fans, celebrities mourned Connery, obviously, and one of the notable ones was uh, Pierce Brosnan, who also played Bond, wrote, Sir Sean Connery, you were my greatest James Bond as a boy and as a man who became James Bond himself. You can cast a long shadow of cinematic splendor that will live on forever. You led the way for us, uh, all who followed in your iconic footsteps, each man in his turn. Uh, looked to you with reverence and admiration as we forged ahead with our own interpretations of the role. You were mighty in every way as an actor and as a man, and I will remain and will remain so till the end of time. You were loved by the world and will be missed. God bless. Rest now. Be at peace. So a lot of a lot of tributes will be coming out. I'm sure. If you
4: go to Scotland, I know Kathy, you've been to Edinburgh. They yeah. uh, they they have you know points around the city where you know uh, that are associated with Connery, and also. Um, he did a lot for their, for their schooling uh, for uh, underprivileged students in Scotland and uh, and helped them get on a track to acting and the arts in support of that. So it's kind of a, you know, listen, 90 and going in your sleep, it's a good run. It's a long life, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Johnny Depp on Monday lost his libel case against a British newspaper that accused him of beating his ex-wife Amber Heard. But today After,
10: he lost it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So... Okay. Or,
0: I'm sorry, today. Yeah, so yeah. I guess the news came in. It's um, obviously later in the day there. So, uh, after an explosive trial that included allegations of everything from adultery to defecation in the pair's marital bed. She did. She took a <laughs> dump. Uh, London I High, smelled it. London High Court Judge Andrew Nickel, uh delivered his decision following three months of deliberating. But what about the poop? Uh, he saying to the, uh, in the ruling, the claimant has not succeeded in his action for libel uh saying that the sun newspaper had shown that what they published was substantially true uh depp had sued the paper and its executive editor dan wooten over its april 2018 headline labeling him a wife beater based on herd's allegations woot. isn't that what they see in she Uh <laughs> Woot Woot, woot. Uh, depp took the stand at trial to claim that he was brought up too much of a southern gentleman to lay a finger on a woman and instead called her the abusive one, saying that she even faked photos to make it look like he injured her when really it was nothing more than a choreographed hoax to ruin him. Uh, the actress, came in, he said, came into my life to take from me anything worth taking and then destroy what remained of it. Uh, the Sun's star witness was Amber Heard, who called Depp a boozing, drugged-up monster, saying that he nearly killed her during their toxic five-year relationship.
4: So the, the, this trial obviously was focused in on, on his on his claim against the paper. It wasn't to determine whether or not this had right. occurred or not.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, but even with Monday's ruling, the former Hollywood couple's battle is far from over. Yeah, Depp oh, is wonderful. Still, still suing Heard for $50 million in Virginia over a Washington Post op-ed that she penned about her experience as a victim of domestic violence. Now, while Depp wasn't named in that piece, he insists it was strongly inferred that he was the perpetrator. And she has filed a $100 million <laughs> counter suit. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. So if
4: you break out just the legal fees that both of them are going to have from both from the, all of these cases, yeah. you know, isn't it just time to just walk away from it? Mm-hmm. I mean, why why keep going to this well? It, it What it does is it serves the purpose of keeping this stuff in the
8: public eye. Yep.
4: Yep, Let it go, it. Yep, as right. we learned from a particular anima- animated
0: movie, right? Well, it continues on, and it's going to drag yeah, it's for forever. a while. Uh, Lori, let's, let's stay in the courts for a moment. Lori Laughlin has reported to prison to serve a two-month stint in a low-security prison for her role in the infamous college admissions scandal. Uh, she and her husband, uh, Mossimo Gianulli, pleaded guilty to bribing officials. So she's, she's going,
4: going in first and then he's going in or how are they working it
3: out?
0: That I don't know. Timing-wise, yeah. I'm not sure how it's going to work out. The 56-year-old is set to serve her time at FCI Dublin in Northern California and started Friday in a bid to be back out for the holidays. They should have couples jail. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. uh, source tells people she hopes to be home by Christmas, but she'll definitely be home by New Year's and she had everything in order. So she's decided a couple of days Uh, She decided a couple of days ago to report to prison. Uh, She can put this behind her as she goes into 2021. Uh, She was sentenced to two months in jail, $150,000 fine, and 150 hours of community service, while uh, Gianulli received five months in jail a $250,000 fine, and 250 hours of community service. So he, Matt, he got and she, nailed a little bit heavier than
3: she
10: did. The prisoner that gets the aunt, gets Ann Becky as their cellmate.
3: Mm-hmm.
10: I wonder what <laughs> she would have gotten had she pled guilty like uh, Felicity Huffman did from the get-go. You know, Like the, yeah. probably 10 days? Well, yeah. And, yeah and, uh, and even Felicity Huffman didn't even serve that. Ran far fewer legal fees, yeah. and you know oh, yeah. it just would have been, um, I don't know, probably easier, and it would have been over by now. I think mm-hmm. they also get a basket of cheer, Nick. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, then there are upsides.
0: Uh, TMZ reports that the prison calls for a wake-up call of 5 a.m. It also requires her to make her bed and tidy her cell. What
4: kind of hell is
10: that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tidy it, huh?
0: Make your bed. She can be disciplined for sloppiness, sleeping in, or missing mealtime. She will also get a gig. She'll be doing clerical work. Cooking, baking, or dishwashing are all (laughs) up for grabs as well. Uh, however, Laughlin is also allowed to listen to music and watch TV. Plus there are craft classes, wellness classes, exercise, and holiday events. Can she start a prison fight club? Uh, she can play a variety of sports, including ping pong, softball, and tennis. So she's going on vacation for a couple of months. That's kind of like that, right? I want to play ping pong. Except you got to work while you're there. Give me the paddle or I'll cut you. Yeah. So I mean listen, it's this is the this is for a low level crime like that. That's Where uh, is my hacky sack? That's what you get. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's off. She yep. said she's had, she's, uh, she's uh gone ahead. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will not be heading back to the U.K. for Christmas with their son, Archie, according to reports. No. They were set to hop the pond and celebrate with the Queen and the rest of the royals amid a tabloid court battle. They
4: probably, I assume, parked the
0: RV out in front of the
4: Buckingham, um, Buckingham Palace, the whole thing.
0: But a judge granted her request to postpone the trial until next fall for a confidential reason that many speculate maybe. Are you kidding? A pregnancy. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, Let's see, a spokesman for the couple said it is unlikely the Duke and Duchess will be traveling before the end of the year because the focus had been the trial in January. The crapper is full. As that is no (laughs) longer happening. Uh, There are no plans to travel at the moment, but any travel plans will be kept under review. Wow, I wonder if she is um, knocked up, huh? Uh, We'll see. Uh, By the way, observers say that their absence will be felt by the Queen. Uh, who is 94 now, and the Duke of Edinburgh, who is 99. Neither have seen their youngest grandchild for a year. Uh, Meghan and Harry brought Archie to Canada last November and did not bring him back in January or March before officially uh, resigning from their senior royal duties.
4: Just please let Meghan know it's fine. She wants to stay in the States, so you understand. Mm-hmm. Please let her know that.
0: Uh, by the way, Colin Jost wore his wedding ring on his, this uh, weekend's episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, he and, of course, uh, Scarlett Johansson married in late October, and she had shared the news on Thursday. Uh, Michael Che had said, you just married Scarlett Johansson, and I just bought an electric bike. We're both doing equally great.
10: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so Scarlett Johansson was
0: married to Ryan Reynolds
4: before. Was there someone else
0: as well, or is this her second husband? I
10: think it's her third.
4: There was okay. someone
0: else, yeah. French journalist uh, Romaine Doriac. Uh, they share a daughter. Uh, rose who is six years old by the way so all right interesting a, a kid with uh, with him it'd be hard to follow ryan reynolds it would be right yeah yeah you yeah. would think so we we'll so. do a couple of squats mm. uh here's another uh well we were just talking about breakups there uh outside of that uh wedding but toby mcguire and his estranged wife jennifer meyer are officially ending their marriage four years after announcing their split this is one of those
4: things where they, they call it off and they stay married for years.
0: Yeah, so after going their separate ways in 2016, Meyer uh, filed for divorce from the actor Wednesday and submitted the paperwork in Los Angeles. McGuire and Meyer exchanged I do's in September 2007. They shared two children together, uh, daughter Ruby, who is 13, and son Otis, who was 11. They confirmed their split in October 2016. An unnamed insider told People at the time... That the Spider-Man actor and the jewelry designer had been living separate lives long before announcing their separation. So even before then, they, yes, had, they, were, apart. they were They were uh, splitting up. Do
4: you know what sped up the process is that he finally had Doc Ock fill out all the documentation, oh. so he was able to fill it out quicker. He's mm. got a lot of arms. Yes.
0: They have completely <laughs> different interests and haven't seemed to be connecting. He's extremely private and prefers to stay home. She's very social and has tons of girlfriends, according to the Insider. Does he have eight arms,
3: Donk? Uh,
5: yeah. He has
0: eight appendages. Okay, but he so does. He technically, he had he would have ten then. He's right? He's got his human arms. No, no, yeah. no, no. He's got six arms six. and two legs. Ah, oh. wait a second.
4: Ah, oh, so does he have yes. his Yes.
0: yes. Because he's got the four robotic
10: uh-huh. arms, and, and he's got the two, two arms. And, the two and legs. And, then and legs. five nuts. Oh, okay. Legs <laughs> count, and that equals eight. You're right. Oh, all there right. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. But those arms have little appendages,
0: <laughs> too. I'm smart. What's that? I had
9: three testicles.
0: I mean, the arms themselves have
10: little hands, but, you know. They those, do? Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so while the two were no longer happy in their marriage, they remain great parents, and they love their kids. Another anonymous source had said that they are committed to remaining friends for their children and wanted to make sure of that. They went back and forth on the decision but realized that this is where the relationship is, and they simply grew apart. Uh, Despite their breakup, Meyer and McGuire have remained friends in 2018. Uh, she had told Us Weekly that uh, they had no problem co-parenting their children, as she and McGuire shared similar views when it came to raising their two kids. So, Myron McGuire sounds like a 70s detective show. It does, doesn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. Or a law firm. <laughs> right. Myron McGuire. Yeah. And Maguire. yeah. Uh, sp- here's more couple news. Sports power couple Megan Rapinoe and Sue Bird have added another ring to their packed resumes. Bird, the WNBA icon, shared an engagement photo Friday evening on social media of herself having a ring put on her finger by the U.S. women's national team star who was down on one knee. My wife was counting the amount of championships
5: that they have between the two it's of crazy. them. Uh, Megan Rapino has. Is it Rapino? Rapino, yeah. Okay, I
0: say Rapino.
4: Um, Is it Megan or Megan? <laughs> it's Megan. <laughs> Megan Rapino.
0: Yeah.
4: Rapino. Okay. So uh, how, Megan, many, how many Rapinoe. did she count? All right, oh my. uh well, believe it or not, I believe Sue. Get has, her on the phone.
5: I, I believe that Sue has more because she went to UConn right? and Yukon went like, <laughs> they went undefeated for
0: like years and years. Right. And she's a few years older too. Mm-hmm. Uh she's 40 and uh Rapino is 35. Uh they've been dating since 2016. Bird who is a four-time WNBA champion and Olympic gold medalist won her most recent title less than a month ago when the Seattle Storm swept the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, Rapino, also an Olympian and FIFA World Cup champion, currently plays for the NWSL's OL region, who are based in Seattle. With their 2020 season canceled due to the pandemic, uh, Rapino spent the uh, WNBA season inside the league's bubble in Bradenton, Florida, with Bird. And they were the first openly gay couple to appear on the cover of uh, ESPN, the magazine's body issue, in 2018. And they've got them. Uh, both, yeah, both women have since been outspoken on the upcoming presidential election, on and on issues concerning racial equality in America, and advocating for women in sports. So Wait, they, did they Did they say where the proposal took place? Uh, well, they've been down in Florida. So there's an
4: ocean behind them, and I, I know of a place that has an ocean. Yeah, <laughs> no, no it's but not it's not Pennsylvania. No, it's clearly not Pennsylvania
5: because I remember yeah. the Pennsylvania song, and we don't have,
4: have the an sea. Yeah, o- no, yeah, we, yeah. we, we have the, the mountains, mountains yeah. but we don't have, the, we don't sea. have the sea.
0: Okay. Justin Thoreau's neighbor will be held liable for trespassing on his terrace. Is this
4: thing still going on?
0: Yeah. This This has been going on for years. An appeals court in New York ruled. The record, this is according to the uh, ruling, Uh, the record demonstrates conclusively that defendants are liable for trespass. Uh, this is against their neighbor, Norman Resnikow. And wasn't he claiming there was water damage or something? Something like that. Resnikow's uh, entries onto plaintiff's property to take measurements, move an item on Thoreau's property, take photographs, and confront workers were not necessary to abate a nuisance or address an imminent health hazard. Son of a bitch. Uh, Thoreau had sued him in 2017, claiming that uh, Resnikow harassed him and his then wife, Jennifer Aniston. They have launched. A one million dollar Reno, yeah. That's uh, Reno? one million dollar Reno renovation. Renovation, I guess. Oh, okay. There okay. We... <laughs> I... I Why know. would you call I it don't that? Know the lingo. We well, call it a Reno. Reno's a
4: city. Why would you write Reno? <laughs> Why would you do that? And by the way, shouldn't he, when he gets in in front of the judge, shouldn't he have just said, "I
0: wrote Simple Jack"? Uh, yeah. No, and that would be that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I got time for another one, right? Yeah. About yeah. ready to wrap it up here. Let let's uh, let's go with this one. Amid turmoil in France, the Cannes Film Festival shut its doors. Uh, this came as France grieved a terror attack in Nice and prepared for a one-month COVID lockdown uh, three days before the event began.
4: Really, not the atmosphere to celebrate it,
0: right? France uh, launched a nationwide 9 p.m. curfew, forcing organized uh, th- forcing Reno work- organized to jettison plans for galas. What the hell? Does Welcome that mean? to Moscow tonight. And forcing local hotels to improvise. For
4: to for huh. to make with the, the, not the film to run. I don't know who's writing this crap. <laughs> <Who> <laughs> I just don't know.
10: Now over to lean it with weather. <laughs> yeah, hey, have they made any announcements about uh, the Golden Globes or Oscars for next year? Because they can't have them, right? I mean, uh, no, they're going to go ahead with them. Uh, there's been so little release, though. I, I don't yeah. know how that they'd be they're able actually, to do it.
4: They've extended the uh, boundaries, if you will. If I I may. Streaming stuff, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, And also stuff that people are just thinking about. Okay. Producing.
10: (laughs) Best picture I dreamt. Or best thinking about producing a movie. (laughs) I mean, if you won this year, it's kind of an asterisk, right? Like, (laughs) it, it seems a little cheapened. Because just there's just been fewer movies released. I don't know.
4: Well, home movies will be up for nomination as well. So <laughs> that would be
10: great. Here's my cat <laughs> TikTok videos
4: out of the toilet. for cellophane over the toilet. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> I
0: love that. All right, let's get to the clips. Here we go. In the new film Clouds, a young musician with terminal cancer follows his lifelong dream of making an album. But little does he know how popular it will become. In this clip, director Justin Baldani talks about casting Finn Argus as Zach Robiak. Here we go.
6: I didn't know if I could make the movie when I was casting because I didn't know if I would ever find Zach. And Finn had to come in four or five times. Other people started to see it before I did. By the time I was like, I think this is the guy, but I'm not sure, I sent his audition tape to Laura and to Sammy and to Amy. And they all came back saying, I have chills. And that was what I needed. I couldn't do it alone. What
0: the f is this?
6: Uh, Clouds is available to watch on
0: Disney Plus now. Here's the next clip. TV's longest-running game show, The Price is Right, returns with new primetime specials with COVID-19 protocols in place. In this clip, host Drew Carey discusses debuting a new beard. To be honest, a lot of this stuff about COVID, if you haven't been sick, it's kind of been a little bit of a blessing in disguise to be shut down so much because I had a lot of time for introspection, a lot of spiritual growth this uh, this summer. Part of me wanted to reflect it with a different look, and I kept it. You know? uh, he looks good with the beard. He does. It's a great that's a good look
4: for him. I, I watched the uh I've watched it uh in its new primetime setup and they're properly socially distanced and everything is good and they've got all the the fun stuff. But you know what? He's just not as good as Bob Barker. Oh no, not not nearly. I,
0: I Bob was so charismatic yeah. in his delivery and uh Drew does it a little pared back and it just it doesn't have the same punch. A pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Price is Right at night, airs tonight at 8, and that is on CBS. And That's all I have for you. It was good. Thank you, man. For Monday, are you kidding me? I appreciate it. All right, so we're going to take a break. We are going to get into the nitty-gritty of it all this morning, and it is a Monday. New week, new word of the week. We'll tell you about that stuff and more when we get back. Stay with us.
13: Fashion up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything the rock shop at wmmr.com everything that rocks your wardrobe
0: and more just want to let you guys know that two weeks from today oh my gosh we start broadcasting <laughs> live at xfinity live the camp up for hunger a little bit earlier than uh, years past and yes two weeks huh. from today we will begin it's going to be a different story it's not going to be throngs of people and uh crowds gathering but we will have a drive up and drop off and hopefully some photo opportunities and things like that for you to share that'd be wonderful help get the word out but it's going to be you know mainly focused on the fundraising uh we will still continue to do a radio show obviously live on location because that's what we're planning on doing but a little less of the circus type atmosphere just because of the scenario this time around we can but- More so than ever, we need your donations. And you can get a jump on it with the uh, Acme Head Start program. Uh, You can stop by and make donations there, cash donations at Acme. It's real easy. They'll tell you about it when you get there. Um, But we will be taking, it'll be doing a a drop-off session while we're at the camp out for hunger. And I've been getting a lot of great feedback of people that are... Uh, doing, you know, having their own uh, food preparation for yes. drives and, and getting set for that. So we're that's awesome, it, man. And in fact, our friend uh, Brian Miller from uh, Course Photography has started a countdown by posting photos that he has taken <laughs> at the Camp Out for Hunger. Brian is an outstanding photojournalist and. The first one is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. And this is from last year. Yeah. yeah. It's like a breaching whale. This is Casey was in, what what do you call it? An it's endless an endless pool. pool yeah. there's an in, endless pool that we had actually brought there and filled up and set up on location. And Casey was doing... <laughs> Uh, trying to do certain timed laps, I believe, or what was it?
5: Yeah, so it was uh, the fastest, the current that they have, I think for like a full minute or something okay. like that. It was
4: it was Bill Weston's yeah. idea to do this. Bill <laughs> hated yeah. hated nah, it, Bill yeah. Burns,
5: it was his idea. Oh, Bill Burns' <laughs> had yeah, he, he hated it even it, more? It. sales department, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it, it was fun. I thought it was, thought it was fun. Awesome. And so you, did I. You did, it. Like, you did really well, right? Well, you you know, did whatever uh-huh. the challenge was. Shocks, thanks.
0: Yeah, we it should probably
8: get
2: that back
3: like
0: out. <laughs> uh, so it's it's Casey breaching up out of the water and it's a moment in time captured. It's perfect. It's, it's beautiful. I it's like it. straight out of National Geographic. <laughs> yep. So and in fact we're looking at video of this right now. The steam was rising. It was cold out, obviously. Yeah. And uh, actually it looks really cold out that particular day. I'm <laughs> Oh, we saw butt crack. Yeah. Oh, All kinds of stuff. So it's gonna have a different appearance but ma'am we need your help more than ever so uh details at WMMR.com, but I can't believe it's dude two weeks away what the wow. hell? wow I'm not ready I'm not ready no, <laughs> no the, but I mean the listen, exact same thing in my mind we have no option no? and we're
4: gonna we, we know that you're gonna be there uh, with us to do this because it has to get done
0: mm-hmm. yep all right so like I said get the details at uh, WMMR.com. Uh, we are approaching the end of 2020. Thank God. We're only a couple of months away. It's been a weird year, obviously. I saw this interesting article on listverse.com. I like that site. I do too. Yeah. So it it piqued my interest because the uh, article title was Top 10 really good things about 2020. Yeah,
4: please. Okay. The, but the fact that they could put together a list of 5, but let's go for it. I know. It.
0: I know. So let's see what you guys think about these. And I haven't gone through and and looked at everything because it was a lengthy article, but I have the basics uh, here. So... Uh, number 10. We'll we we'll do 10 to 1. Bill, sorry I uh, don't like that. I know, Sounds hates it. desperate. Hates it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wasn't that one of the framing no, of the... Uh, no,
3: yeah, no it, was it was when... No, no, no was when, when, when you
4: take 10 callers... 10
5: callers. callers when you're so giving away it. 10 things at a time. Oh, like, when you have,
2: like when you have 300
5: movie passes to give away, he wants you to do one at a time. Because <laughs> right, yeah.
2: it makes us sound desperate that yeah. we have so, so it many. Makes you sound slutty.
10: The things that he focuses on sometimes, just... We, that could be a list. Oh, it could be. It could oh, be. No. The first
0: time I realized it was when we did the hot sauce thing with Joe, and and it smelled bad, and he was he wouldn't let it go, and I'm like, dude, we're still doing the show, okay? Can we worry about this later on?
2: No, the the soup is what got me. I thought he was joking,
0: oh, like I, when I know. he didn't want. We People were could spill it.
4: People could we, spill we it, and I was,
2: like, no, I was like, no, he's kidding. We're not having a bunch of toddlers in to eat soup. We
4: scarred him with the horse piss, <laughs> which too. that was what did it. The
2: horse never pissed. No, it, but the horse, the
4: fear, could, the he, fear he of horse pissed, piss. But yeah,
5: he never did. For those
0: who aren't longtime listeners of the show, we actually brought a horse into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> it was a we it, yeah, we it was a Shetland ponies, but a Clydesdale. Yeah, but we, we did bring it up in the elevator. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, didn't we think did. it. We didn't
5: think it through. Yeah,
0: it worked out though. <laughs> we probably should have thought about the weight uh, issues. That and was the, fine. Yeah. Anyway, it was fun. It was for my enough for that. Hey, Everyone survived. This isn't, about, this isn't about Bill. No, it's about uh-huh. good things that have happened in 2020. So let's get to this. Number ten on this list: pet adoptions have increased dramatically. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For 2020, yes. So. That is a good thing. And similar stories, not just in the U.S., but similar stories throughout Europe, um, the U.K., Australia, all these areas have seen uh, shelters completely emptied. So that's a good thing.
4: Now, as that happens, that means the things like my wife is involved with with Max Fund and the getting the rescuing of animals from uh, feral cat communities and stuff like that, that ups the chances that if they are able to be adopted out, they will be. So that that is a good thing. Yes, that's a good thing. Yes.
2: A friend of mine, I was actually just with them over the weekend for Halloween, and she was telling me how she adopted um, a dog and then a cat. Uh, And her husband had to quarantine in the beginning of all of this. Um, I think he worked in hospitals, so he was staying at their shore house. And so she didn't even tell him. She just went out and adopted (laughs) a cat, and he came home, and they now now have a cat. But but it was, but yeah, I mean, a number of people, a number of people that I know who adopted over the quarantine, they just... It's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's another thing that's been good about 2020, and it involves animals as well. Wild animals are faring as well as domesticated ones. Uh, wild humpback whales are apparently gleefully singing off the coast of Alaska.
4: I saw one in the parking lot this morning. He did? Yeah. really? Yeah. Was he singing? He's singing like crazy. Uh, he maybe- was in the
0: sprinklers because the
4: sprinklers run all night.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, So it says here that according to uh, Dr. Michelle Fournette, director of Sound Science Research Collective, said it's the first time in human history that we've had the technological ability to listen to these whales in a meaningful way without us interfering. Now, back on land, many species are enjoying some long, (laughs) limited elbow room. (laughs) Just weeks into widespread lockdowns, uh, Sika deer began roaming outside their normal habitat in Nar- Japan and wild turkey started congregating in a park in Oakland, California.
3: Jack-
0: Sorry go ahead, no, go ahead. Jackals in Tel Aviv, goats in Istanbul, and even a uh sea lion near Buenos Aires <sighs> have all reveled in our retreat from the landscape. Well I don't know what to say to that. I don't either. There's a lot of but it's going on around worldwide. So there's a lot of different uh animals that are starting to enjoy Getting, uh, or being a little more fruitful, it seems like. All right, here's another thing that might be good for uh, 2020. Eloping is making a comeback. So
3: he people are starting to, to can do can that. More often. Yeah. Uh, you guys
10: yes. know anybody that has eloped? Like no. per, personally, per, okay. No, but did you see that uh, former intern Jinx got married on Friday night? Yes, yeah, she did. And Rachel, and she looked yeah, lovely. She and looked gorgeous. She had a black dress, which I thought was really cool. People are doing weddings however they see fit and however they want to this year. And, Wait, uh, so
2: did uh, Christy Harrison? Remember her? She got married this weekend. Yeah, she got married on Friday.
10: Wow. It was Christy Harrison.
2: She was an intern of ours a long, long time ago. Um,
10: oh God, when, when Joe was here, intern Joe was here. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, yep. Wow.
0: We show her a picture, and you'll
10: yeah, and then you you're...
2: and you won't recognize her. <laughs> right no, uh, you will. <laughs>
0: Uh, So anyhow, yeah, not being able to plan large weddings and not attending them and all that stuff. So that is made for eloping. So that can be a positive thing. Also, uh, now this is interesting that it puts us in here. Divorces are rising. Uh, Okay. Do they cancel each other out? Are they running neck and neck? It's a good question. Uh, From March through June 2020, the number of people seeking divorces was 30% higher than compared to 2019. At first glance, this is bad news since ending a marriage is nobody's idea of fun. Uh, As with uh, nearly everything in 2020, a driving force is COVID-19 with couples cooped up for extended periods of time. Some are realizing the person they married is not worth waiting for death to part ways with. Uh, Experts contend the combination of stress, unemployment, financial strain, illness, and homeschooling children have placed significant strain on relationships. Uh, However, COVID isn't really the cause of divorce or rather a catalyst. uh, Putting two people who really don't belong together in close quarters forces them to show each other their true colors. I kind of see the merit of this uh, in that, listen, if you're not meant to be together, then you shouldn't be together.
4: No, uh, there is also the phenomenon that's occurred of people who at the beginning of the lockdown and the the COVID shutdown sort of... Said, okay, I'm just started in a relationship with this person. Let's go for it. Let's try it because they didn't want to be alone, right? And so they locked down with someone. They first, they were had just a uh, an embryonic relationship with, and I don't mean they were dating babies, but they were just at the beginning of it. And uh, and that's happened as well. So right. some have succeeded, some haven't.
0: Yeah, I see I can see divorce as a good thing. Uh and I mean If it's listen, miserable, don't exactly you know, so, so, what's but what good is that? Yeah. And listen, does that mean that I want marriages to end that way? No. Yes. I mean I <laughs> I think that hopefully you find that right person, but listen, that's a it's it's not an exact science. You think one way and then over time you realize it's not quite what it could have been and you split up and you still have time you to get, maybe find a better person.
5: You get one shot though. at life, right? Yeah. And like why you know and it's and your time is limited. So why would you want to spend saying, any time att- well, I'm just I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's no reason to be miserable.
0: There is, you know. Yes, like- right. Uh another thing on the list it's good about 2020 mother nature is getting a much need respite. Uh things are getting a little bit better as far as um uh, air quality, uh rivers, you know, we noticed immediately like, uh, one of the things that was being point out, pointed out was uh, in Venice. Yeah. It wasn't less pollution, but there was less silt and so on being kicked up because of all the traffic. Uh, it's uh, amazing. Uh, the killer whales have returned to the
4: Whishikin Creek. <laughs> oh!
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> They're so majestic. Yeah. To
0: see them breaching. Yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> <Did> you imagine? <laughs> it's just amazing.
0: <laughs> Uh, but, yes, with social, economic, industrial, and urbanization activity significantly diminished, the planet has maximized its long-overdue time off with prodigious improvements to air quality, cleaner rivers, and less noise pollution. That gives the
4: the storms that are pounding the ever F out of us more time to get stronger. That's right.
0: Uh, also, uh, real estate prices are soaring. Now, there you go. So this is a seller's market, yes, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. And unlike the mid-2000s housing bubble, which, you remember, it burst at one point. And, and it was devastating. Yeah, what
5: was the movie called that was, um... The Big Short? Yeah.
10: Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, this time, Monster Truck. This that's a different <laughs> movie. That's also great, but no, very different plot line. It's terrible. I was it's... trying to make Steve feel okay.
0: <laughs> this time, the spike in home prices is built on the sound economic science of supply and demand rather than suckers being hoodwinked with loans they can't repay. Uh, The recent stabler uptick in home prices is a result of, of course, the pandemic. Well-to-do residents in affluent yet at-risk cities are fleeing to the suburbs amidst a protracted pandemic where elbow room has become a lifesaver rather than a mere luxury.
10: I'm in the middle of uh, refinancing right now, trying to deal with a mortgage. And first of all, if you want a fun weekend, uh, I can't recommend it more highly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> refinancing, yeah. But but it's really interesting to see how how active the real estate market is, because the real estate market then, of course, affects mortgages. And um, and people that are in that field are really really busy, and that's good to see. So yeah. my the, the guy who I uh, will uh,
4: train me on the weekend, Ray, he he's in that business, and he's working like till ten o'clock at night, eleven o'clock. I mean, he's just yeah. Uh, He's just, and he's making a killing, but it's it's
10: a ton of work. There are also interesting ripple effects too, because some people are refinancing and then borrowing money against their homes that they currently live mm-hmm. in and reinvesting in their homes, which means that there are jobs coming from like uh, people that want to put in a pool or people that want to put in a back deck or whatever. So you, you look for those bright spots. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, one of the things. Wait, what was I going to mention?
10: Uh, oh yeah, I saw, I saw
0: an article in the in the New York Post over the weekend and just kind of skimmed it, but it is essentially it was. People, because I was saying, you know, real estate prices and um, people who had decided to leave New York City and go elsewhere, uh, and it was a handful of stories of people who realized that uh, they don't like it outside of New York City,
3: <laughs> right? Oh, really? Yeah, well,
0: they they went from more rural uh, areas and then they realized that <laughs> they missed um, the city. They missed the city yeah. big time. So. Well, they overshot and went real yeah. rural,
4: <clears throat> yeah, and should have gone mo- should have gone smaller <laughs> yeah. city. Yeah, they perhaps. went like they went
0: like farm. Yeah, yeah.
4: that that is a, yeah. that is a bracing reality yeah. when you're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's funny, but you
5: you tend to embrace the, the city sounds, and so Trey Anastasio is doing these these concerts on Saturday. I'm, I'm sorry, Friday nights at the Beacon Theater, and he was. To, and he lives in New York City now, right. and he was talking on Friday night about how why well, you know I, I left the city for a little while, and I couldn't believe how loud it was. People were mowing their lawns, and yeah. you know, and so he just wasn't. He couldn't wait to get back to the city, you know, and right. and, and get in the in, uh, groove in the groove to, in the, groove and those, and the city sounds as well.
2: Over the past two weeks, I have noticed a lot more New York license plates in Center City. Get out! So I wonder if people are starting <laughs> get to out mean, get, out. Yeah, <laughs> get out of yeah. my.
6: You get out? Yeah, get out of my.
3: I don't want don't come here.
2: Don't raise our <laughs> real
3: estate prices. Get out.
0: Get out. Uh, what do they see? Uh, they see as Philadelphia is getting away from the city? Uh,
4: there's some of that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah I don't, I don't
13: it's know. It's a smaller, if you know, they want to be out of New York. It's a smaller, I, I Philadelphia, apl- and they yeah, can yeah. take the
2: train right up there. I
4: applaud the their decision. Train. I've yeah. been saying for years, Marissa, that, that Philadelphia has so much of what I liked about New York with half the bull crap. Right. Yeah, uh, don't and don't don't now there's, you know, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I can see that. Hey, before we go on to – I'm sorry, Marissa. Before we go on to a uh, another thing that was good about this year, uh, Kristen eloped, and she's on the line. Marissa oh. mentions. Hi, Kristen. Good morning.
11: Hey, good morning, guys. How hey. are you?
0: Good. So you, you did the elope thing?
11: We did. We eloped. Um, we we decided that we weren't going to, you know, just allow the whole pandemic thing, ruin our day. No. However, we um, we couldn't get our money back from our venue. So we decided we're just going to, you know, do the whole party thing when we can actually have everyone attend. So we're going to do that in April, but uh, yeah. So we just what, did a, a little tiny thing with just four of us, and that so
0: so wait a minute. So you're, you're you're going to use that venue that you already paid for your get together? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I didn't think yep. you'd. So it's not a complete loss of your money.
4: May I ask how much was tied up in the venue that you didn't get back?
11: Um, half of it because <laughs> we really wanted it. So um, I wanted to put at least half down, and it's not like it's you know a a little cheap spot.
4: So, okay, um, so yeah. I understand. Yeah, so you, you definitely want to take advantage of that. The time will come when you can. But, yeah, I, I can see that. You're chomping at the bit to be married. And so you got that out of the way now.
11: Yeah, we just wanted to have, you know, something, uh, our anniversary to be that date. Because we, we, we picked that date literally because we wanted that date, not because we're just kind of like, hey, let's get married in, you know, October. Right. So No, yeah. I hear
4: you.
2: There's I've heard a number of stories Thanks, where, of people not getting their Deposits back. I mean, I get I it. I know businesses are in a tough spot now too, but I mean, they can't have that group of people there. So how are you not refunding them their money? I know you can't provide them what you what the contract says my, the the amount of people. You know, my guess
4: is they're doing what we just heard Kristen say is that they're saying. Is there any way (laughs) you could have it down the road and we'll have everything here for you or even give incentive to discount that? Because you're right, because the businesses are getting slammed as well. Who had business go from in fact, we were just going into the big season when the whole stuff hit. And they got yep. decimated. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: That's true. Yeah. Spring is big wedding season.
0: Yep. All right, so here's another thing that has been good about 2020. We've proven that working from home can work. Yeah.
5: And, and I wonder what, what sort of residual effect that is going to have. So yep. companies that that thrive on leasing out office space, and, and is that
4: going to have an effect on that? That will have an effect on, on companies that that, that d- deal with that. However, what's going to happen is you've already seen companies realize they don't need to have offices and they don't they that they can have just a much more modified version of what they had before yeah. without uh, you know it depends also I think it'll go all the way down to the interview process finding out people who are uh, who are good at working from home as opposed to people who need to go and I myself need to go to a place I've worked from home and I've worked you know uh in in a situation like this obviously this mm-hmm. works better i it i'm in work mode when i'm here at right. home i i tend to keep working and i'm not sure you know it's it's vague i i like a little bit more structure
5: i said the same thing when um my neighbor he is uh, he's like a pharma medical rep right and he does a lot of office stuff and i was like and this is early on this is like right. before i really had like kids and all that. i was like dude there is no way I would be able to get up and do my like I would be motivated. watching No, I'd watch the prices right yeah. I'd yeah, go yeah. On at 11, right. you know, breakfast and grilled little, cheese. Grilled cheeses. <laughs> lots of grilled cheeses. <laughs> I probably I would fail miserably, but other but people. But you would
4: be a world-renowned grilled cheese chef.
5: I already
0: am. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, really? At... Yeah, I'm good at it. Okay. Yeah, a... Just one one the standard grilled cheese, or do you do some flourishes on it?
5: I do a little bit of uh, flourishes these days. I've okay. gotten better at it. Gummy like bears. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, I don't know, <laughs> but um, my favorite is with leftover meatballs, making a, a grilled meatball and provolone sandwich. Okay. Mm-hmm. Grilled cheese? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more, ch- it, yeah, it's, it's a The trick nice- is
4: eating that on the Zoom conference call and not letting <laughs> him see that. Uh,
5: I'll just go to audio only. But it's, it's a healthy blend of cheese and meatball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever see the movie,
10: uh, <laughs> Chef? Yeah. No, yeah. but I saw I, I heard you talk about how Favreau it's yeah. it's
5: like making love the way he's making this grilled cheese. It's yep. so much yeah. so that
10: he actually uh came up with a documentary this year or last year. It was based on that movie, Chef. And the reason that he did it was so many people responded positively to the grilled cheese scene in Chef. He's but, not kidding. Yeah, it's it's
5: fantastic. <laughs> it, what's all right, so fish parking lots. Um they have the craziest fish. Don't even drive. Mm, uh, the uh, I'm talking about uh, tailgates for the oh, band. Oh, Okay, and the the I mean the the legend. Is this my phone? What's yeah, this Is this my phone? phone? Yeah, it threw me off a little what did bit. It say? It's not my. Oh, it's my watch.
4: Stop okay. talking about fish. My <laughs> apology. I see. I hate. <laughs>
5: I hate bringing it up, but it's just part of my life. It's
3: such a huge
5: aspect of my life. But the the joke is, you know, the Grateful Dead parking lot. oh, grilled cheese sandwiches. But I've never had a better grilled cheese sandwich than in the fish parking lot. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, Steve, that, that's my favorite thing to happen so far this day. Uh, we're looking at the video from the, the, the scene from the movie Chef when yeah. he makes it. It is. There's all. It's. I'm, yeah. I'm salivating a yeah. little bit right now. Yeah, Years from this. He, he, oh, look, he so lovingly, carefully Taking makes off his, his pants. grilled cheese sandwiches. Excellent. Just add a little garlic. All right. So anyhow, <laughs> garlic butter. We're working at home. Yes. Apparently now we've proven that working right. from home can work. That's one of the good things to come out of 2020. Uh, and it all depends on what you do. But if you are... Like you a know, neurosurgeon. If you, have a sta- if you have a standard office job, <laughs> I'm sure there's many times where he said, dude, I could do this from home. I could yes. do this from... And my friend Will ended up working from home for years, and what he found a, a a way to make it work was he essentially made their basement his office. Yes. And it, it would be a transition of going downstairs, I'm going to that. the office. You yeah. need that. It's a separate place. Nobody come come down here and bother me while I'm doing this. I don't want this to feel like home while I am here. I'm I want working. It be, yeah, I want it to be in a, in a different environment. Uh, so I think yes. that's important too. You've got to you have to find a space, even if you can just screen it off somehow or another, but make that the office and only the office.
4: I would go even if you can't do that. Go to Home Depot or go to Lowe's where they have the door displays where they have them freestanding, so you can go through. Yeah.
0: Purchase the whole setup, <laughs> sit the door
4: there. Yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another thing that's good from 2020. We're reading more books. No, we're not. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm
2: uh, listening I to books. I, I've, re- I I've read more.
4: Have you? Yeah. Okay. What have you read?
2: Uh, I just I read two books. I found an author that I really liked, and um, she happened to be from the area, which I, I didn't know going into it, and she's a great author. I ended up buying two more of her books, so... Really? Okay,
0: I need to know this. I never thought of Kathy as a reader. Yeah. Um, I know you know how to read. <laughs> Thank you. But um, barely. What type of what type of story uh, grabs your attention? You like night writer fan
4: fiction.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would Michael Knight
4: be up to in this one? Uh, no. <laughs> I gently touched Kit's tailpipe. It was still warm. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <better. laughs> what do you read? Really like romance
5: or uh, Yeah, so okay. the so
2: the okay. author that I like, her name is Ellen Hilderbrand and I oh. um you know who she yeah, is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's right. a, I've
5: actually heard that name.
2: Yeah, so she um, she writes these uh, like summer novels, and uh, a lot of her stuff is based in Nantucket because that's where she lived. But also, um, a lot of it takes place in the Philadelphia area. She mentions the Main Line and stuff like that in her oh, books. Okay. She actually grew up, and her mother lives in Collegeville.
4: My uh, name is Trent Rockwell. You're that girl from the radio.
2: <laughs> but they said that she's actually responsible for a lot of the uh, vacation travel to Nantucket because of her because books. of her writing. Yeah. yeah, I
4: could see that. Yeah. Yeah, somebody yeah, somebody cool. spends time writing uh, about a certain area. Yeah. I'm la- I like
10: I l- what's that? I'm sorry. She was born and raised in Collegeville. Huh. Okay.
0: Uh, I like Steve. have Been listening to a lot of audiobooks. I that's do. What I've been
10: doing this. I love the, it. the majority especially
0: of The time. especially since you you do not want to listen
4: to any uh, any news, especially yeah. now. It's wonderful. To get lost in a book.
0: I just finished Dune last week, and right now I'm listening to mm. Misery. I mean, and I was I was awesome. a- I was
4: opposed to listening to. B- I'm like, ah, oh, you're not really reading. Uh, F that. I was missing out on so much that I just didn't have time to read. Yep, me too. And, and like I'm yep. okay, I'm biting the bullet. I
0: get drowsy when I read. Yeah, me too. I do. I start and I end to up read. reading the same page fifty yeah. times. And and so that was the thing. I just I, I I'd have stories that and and I'm still gonna read like like Ready Player Two is coming out later this month. I'm gonna get the actual book and yeah. read that. But I find myself getting drowsy when I read, and I, and I, I bought one audiobook, and I was like, "This is great. This yeah. is this is what I need. This is perfect." I am I'm engaged. Just, yes, absolutely. And, and press. I, I, I agree. I know that you
5: like to listen to books like on your ride home from work. I can't listen to a book and
0: drive at the same time. I just don't pay attention. Close your eyes. You know. You know what I have
3: done? <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Here's here's what I did. Now you, I have more highway that I'm driving on, yes. which is okay. a little more mindless driving as right. opposed to you know. Hitting a lot of stop signs and turns and things like that. But what I have found when listening to audiobooks is it has made me a calmer driver. I I now, Mm. I get in the right lane, because actually, I want to spend a little more time in the car, believe it or not. So I get in the right lane, I do the speed limit, or maybe just a smidge over, and I let... All the idiots that are going crazy fly past me, go right ahead. Cruise control. Hop in the backseat. Hop in the backseat. I have enjoyed driving more because I've been listening to audiobooks. It's I been can great. See that. Yeah. This yeah. is
5: what a terrible reader and uh, listener of audiobooks I am. I was listening to an audiobook... And Nick was telling me to to uh, get this audio book. And I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, what's it called? He tells me the name of the book. I'm like, okay, I'll look into that. And then I realized that I was actually already listening to
10: that book. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's a great book, by the way. <laughs> How to Change Your Mind <laughs> yeah. by Michael Pollan. And uh, I was describing it to hey, Casey in great detail. And he's like, my book is great. about changing your mind, too. <laughs> and then literally, like, two or three days later, Casey starts telling me this book that he's reading, <laughs> listening to. I was like, that's the one I was just telling you about. <laughs> you know that book about that where there's a huge
4: gorilla. I'm reading a book about a book and a huge gorilla.
0: God. By the way, what's uh, who's Trey's favorite author since we're going to bring Oh, I have bring no idea. In. You don't know? Okay. Stop talking about fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, this uh, In this list, it says uh, another thing that's good from uh, 2020. 2020 has prioritized facts over feelings. Uh, it says that um, uh, safe spaces, participation trophies, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it says, in a world run monk with that, um, with generous servings of mankind's marquee-motivated self-preservation on the side. Uh, these unprecedented times have focused us to stop placating people's feelings despite our own well-being. Does this have to do with banana bread? Uh, you know what? That's one of the things that we have not... <laughs> we haven't talked about that <laughs> in a while. Because I was reading too. to get to banana bread. Yeah. No, it's not on think
4: I, I think our culinary chops have gotten better. Have they not? I've been cooking more uh I bet, i've been you know what? Take
0: out more that's not that's <laughs> not even on this list you're right right that's
4: a, uh, before we get into this uh this vague thing here that you're finishing off with that seems to be
2: well, an obvious i think we're
10: coming out of the the warmer months too and people are going to start retreating back inside uh, over the next few months so i bet we'll get some more banana bread stores they're going to be and cocooning cocooning i wonder yeah.
2: what's next because i definitely jumped on the banana bread boat <laughs>
10: yeah uh that's a good question uh, there hasn't been any Cooking fads yeah. that I've seen happen. Lately. I want,
2: like, the new thing. I want to try well, the new thing. Do you know you what I've gotten
10: those, into? Those bombs, Kathy, those chocolate bombs. Oh, oh. Right.
2: yeah. Yeah, the hot chocolate bombs.
0: That's <laughs> right. That's right. All right, so here, hang on a second. Uh, Tony wants to point something out. Right. We're coming towards the end of the conversation, but if there's anything you want to point out, feel free to let us know. Tony, hey, man, what's up?
8: Hey, Ducker, Ducker, Zirka. how you guys doing? Good, yeah. buddy.
0: All right, so what's what's a good thing about this year?
8: So I said this to my wife you have to, or a couple nights ago. Fans collaborating with other bands via Zoom and whatever you want to call it. Like, they're doing covers. Yeah. They're doing – I I think it's called Two Minutes to Late Night or Two Minutes to Midnight is like a – is like a show where yeah. they just get uh, musicians. They zoom in and they do covers. They did a bunch of Halloween covers over the weekend or last month or whatnot. And it was, it's amazing.
0: You know what else, Tony, uh, I think What's has that? been cool musically about this is that a lot of um, almost one hit wonder or old bands. Like we saw the thing with the Doobie Brothers, which was amazing. But some obscure oh, yeah. ones like um, Modern English did a version of, of Melt With You. Their only hit. Yeah. And I'm like, this is great. And then Marissa, one of the first ones Marissa sent to me was Goldfinger did Here in Your Bedroom. And it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah so there has exactly. been a lot of good musical things that you're, have happened.
4: You're right. And also to that point, Tony, like when we were rolling into this camp out, we, we started planning this camp out well before COVID, well before all that stuff. We right. were talking about the applications of Zoom and getting artists on the show and getting people checking into the camp out using the large screens and doing teleconferencing to expand our um, guest list. Mm. And so we're already working in that way. And by sheer necessity now, that's a large part of what we're going to be doing at this camp out. So yeah. th- I think these are things we will take past all of this. Yep. There's going to be a new if you really want a guest on your talk show and you're you know whatever the late night shows and they can't quite make it in and they're on the set they will go to him this way it won't be the go to all the time but it does provide another option and and you're right yeah. for, the, for all these artists Thanks,
0: it's a good way to uh to do this yeah. yeah this looks like Craig Shoemaker in this band uh in uh here in your bedroom this yeah. is uh, Goldfinger. golf thing this so looks like so. Craig Shoemaker <laughs> I didn't I didn't see the dude <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, there's been, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So trying to focus. There on you the go. There's All been right. some
10: good things. That have I would say if you make it through 2020, uh, that's a good thing in and of itself. It just literally building up some resilience, learning a little bit about yourself and and uh, coming out with a, a positive attitude. And it probably toughened some people up who, who might have needed it, too. And I don't mean that in a um you know, in an overly masculine kind of way. It just, you know, I think you are able to become resilient after a really difficult time, and that's not the worst thing. All right, so I had heard something, and I don't
5: know if this is just uh, speculation or, um, you know, people just talking, but uh, because of social distancing and masks and all this, that (laughs) that, I don't think they were saying that the flu is going to be eradicated, but, like, flu cases are going going to be, like, at an absolute minimum this year. That'd be nice. I've heard that, too, yeah.
4: Have you heard the word eradicate? No. Okay. The flu has not been eradicated. You you may see some attenuation of it yeah. because of because of some efforts that are people a little bit more aware of the crap that every flu season you should be doing, which is washing your hands. And right, if you right. had the flu, not going into work and things like that. So that's a standard. Again, we've talked about the, the, the numbers of people. <laughs> 50, 60, 70, 80,000 people a year just die of the basic flu. And we would, you know, we'd talk about it and people would say, oh, that's kind of interesting. So I think, I don't know if it's going to be that level of, um, and it's just, listen, you you know, and the flu is going to do eventually what the flu is going to do, but you can take precautions that help mitigate it right. a bit. Yeah. And right. so maybe you'll see that
0: as a positive after this yeah. as well. Maybe. So I thought it'd be nice to point out some of those. So anyhow, I thought we'd share. Bill Weston liked that. I don't know. It's hard to say. I didn't like it. He didn't like it. There you go. There's the word. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment because we are going to get to the Bizarre Files. Some good stories in there from this weekend to share. So we will come back in a moment with that. Make sure you stay with us acme
1: markets proudly supports preston and steve's camp out for hunger beginning monday november 16th at xfinity live inside the wells fargo center complex more this year than most we really need your help to make camp out a success you can make a difference right now visit your local acme during october and november and make a donation at the register when you check out acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to purchase food that's a lifeline for area families in need Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first.
0: All right, it's time for this. Now,
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's
3: Bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre. File.
0: And it is brought to you by your local... Confidence Plus Service Center. When your car needs service, head to your local Confidence Plus Service Center for trained, experienced technicians and a national warranty covering parts and labor, info and locations at myconfidenceplus.com. Well, three men had to be rescued by firefighters after they got stuck inside... A dryer. A dryer. (laughs) Yes, a tumble dryer. I know what they were doing. This was in the U.K. Fire and rescue services were called to a derelict laundry site on Friday. They found the three young men, all believed to be in their late teens... Stuck in the industrial-sized dryer while two of them had successfully climbed in, the third got his ankles trapped in the door. (laughs) Uh, The fire services had to call police, the Helicopter Medical Emergency Services and the Ambulance Services Hazardous Area Response Team in order to free the young men. They used a range of heavy equipment and removed the dryer door so the third man could set himself free. All three were given pain relief and left in the care of paramedics. Did they get a psychological analysis? According to a spokesman, they said it was a difficult site to access, and we had to carry a lot of heavy equipment a large distance from the uh, from the appliances to the tumble dryer and then use our expertise to free the men safely. We used a range of equipment to free them.
4: When we were kids, some company abandoned a a dryer drum in the woods. The woods near where we lived used to be like a, a dump. People yeah. would just dump stuff off. And so we took it, and we were rolling down the hill in it because it has the sort of you know the wedges in it you can
0: hold on to. Oh my god! It was fun, but it was insane to do that. Totally, yep. A Minnesota man uh, with 28 arrests for drunken driving has died weeks after leaving prison for his latest offense. An obituary says 67 year old Danny Lee Betcher of New York Mills died last week from what his family said was natural causes. Uh, Betcher was released from the Moose Lake Prison. Why don't you forget the moose? Is that what what they call the prison? The The moose? Moose Lake Prison. The moose. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? And uh, was placed on supervised release after he was sentenced in 2018 by a judge for driving drunk his 28th offense. 28th? Times, How are you not behind bars for a substantial amount of time? Listen, it's terrible when anybody passes, but it's probably better that this guy ain't on the road anymore. Uh, he had a valid driver's license despite spending much <coughs> of the, the last 10 years in and out of jails uh, and that, prison for drinking and driving. Yeah, That
2: doesn't make any sense. How do you
0: still have a driver's license? It's, it's only 28 times. I don't understand that. Ryan Ferry. This is uh, the neighbor from hell story, man. Ryan Ferry's at his wits end. Ever since he moved into his Clearwater home, his neighbor, Ken Nielsen, has been a thorn in his side. He said, he's threatened to shoot me in the face numerous times. My wife can't go out back and sunbathe because he will put up a chair and take pictures of her. Last weekend, Ferry had a surprise birthday party for his wife and made the mistake of hanging some lights from his side of Nielsen's fence. He said he started complaining about the lights later on that evening, and it just went downhill from there. Nielsen, well, how about if I shoot you in the face? Nielsen called police, and officers responded, asking Ferry to remove the lights. Nielsen called again, and this time even more agitated. It was that call that led to his arrest. The 911 call taker repeatedly told him the line was, for, was recorded and not to make threats. When she asked if he had any weapons, he responded saying, I got a ton of effing weapons. I have effing hand grenades. I'll (laughs) blow them out of the effing ground. You know you're talking to the police. Yeah, when police (laughs) arrived, they arrested him. They charged him with threat to discharge a destructive device. He was released. After he posted $1,600. Bond. Oh, I'm a terrorist, too, and I love kitty porn. In 2016, police arrested Nielsen for assaulting another neighbor. In that case, officers say he was upset because the victim was pressure washing <laughs> while he was trying to watch the Olympics. <laughs> he pleaded guilty to that charge. Thank God he's dumb enough to make those
4: threats you know, yeah, to the nine one one call.
0: Uh, Ferry, by the way, says that he and his wife are were very familiar with the neighborhood when they were looking for a house in that area for some time before finding the one they settled on. But now they can't wait to leave. He said, "We're fixing it up. We're getting. We're finishing up the house, and we are moving." Yeah, there's, uh, the there's no way to house. live. Man. Yeah, man, I hate when douchebags like that win. Uh-huh. Just come on, man, quit it. Uh, a Georgia woman accused of attempting to hide a loaded firearm in some plants outside of. Disney World told deputies her six-year-old was actually the one who put it there. Why was she doing this? However, video and witness statements showed otherwise. So the incident happened when an Advent Health worker checking temperatures before guests entered Magic Kingdom... At the Ticket and Transportation Center, notified security after seeing a woman take something from a stroller and place it behind some plants near the tents before the security checkpoint. just going to put my gun here. (laughs) Uh, The woman then proceeded through the metal detector into the park. Now, security alerted a sheriff's deputy who looked inside the purse near the planter and immediately recognized the butt of a firearm. At that point, the woman, identified as Marsha Temple, approached the deputy and said, ma'am, that's mine, according to the arrest report. And when the deputy asked why Temple had a firearm at Disney, she told the deputy... I had told my son to hold it for me and stand right there, uh, stand right here while I go to get my brother. He put it down and messed with the plants and I put them back, but I didn't know he put it down and didn't know he left it over there. Six years old, by the way, she's pawning this off on. Hold mommy's gun and don't pull the trigger. Uh, Temple, placing the purse in the plants, was captured on Disney World Security cameras And when asked, why should we give a gun to her six-year-old, Temple said that she had asked him to hold it so she should get her brother and take it back to the car. It was the child's teething gun. Deputy said that the firearm was a loaded nine millimeter. Oh, Oh man. The firearm had uh, ten cartridges in it, including one in the chamber. Temple does not have a concealed weapons permit for Florida or Georgia. She was transported from Walt Disney World to the Orange County Jail, and she was charged with carrying a concealed firearm and posted $5,000 bail. Do
4: you think there's an on-premises yep.
0: uh, jail facility at uh, Disney World or Disneyland? It's a oh. Sure there sure, is. Holding right? tank Holding tank, yeah. One last thing. In Scotland, the, arm was ra- the alarm was raised by a member of the public on Thursday evening who thought a man in Aberdeens was carrying a weapon, but officers attended the uh, security video that showed a man in a shop buying a mask and leaks. Leaks. Uh, yeah, police. Uh, police Scotland said that it had been established no crime took place, no further action was needed. A spokesman said a witness reported a man wearing a mask and carrying an item shaped like a machete.
4: It's just a leak, you dickhead. Uh,
0: <laughs> officers conducted inquiries into the area, and security video from nearby premises showed a man in a shop buying a mask and leaks. I would like to purchase a mask and one leak, please, uh, uh, which were put in a bag and are what the witness reported to police as being a potential weapon. So they thought, it, they thought the leaks looked like a machete. That must be a threatening-looking leak. And there you go. That is what I have for you in the <laughs> bizarre file for now. We're going to have uh, actress Paris Barolk. Uh, Barrel, Barrelic, Beryl, Beryl? Beryl? Well Beryl. Ask her. Beryl. yeah Beryl. God, I don't know, but she's in Hubie Halloween, and she also does some Disney work. and lot of Disney uh, stuff. Yeah, I think uh, she's uh, she's a rising star. I guess we could say. We're gonna take a break and come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close because
6: we'll be back in just a few. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
0: It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you in love, ready to get engaged? We'll visit Steven Singer Jewelers, the Diamond Experts.
6: IHateStevenSinger.com Ow. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Case, Marissa sent over some uh, clips of uh, Sean Connery. I wanted mm-hmm. to play a couple of those. He was, you know, was a legend, an absolute legend. A uh, A knight! the british empire
4: absolutely and, uh, for, for
0: me as i said earlier you know with his
4: passing and everything i tweeted out that uh, in a way a little piece of me died because you talk about those things preston that that uh, in your family or in your pop culture history that sort of connect you to people for me it was my dad it was the first introduction to to you know going to the james bond movies with my dad and the family and i i would look at him and, and i remember watching dr no as a I mean, little little kid you know and um, um, he he was just he was enthralled, and then I was enthralled with that world. And every subsequent movie, Connery was was Bond, and it just I mean, from the corgi toy of the Aston Martin to everything on through, he that was the center. It remained so for so many years. My adoration of Bond and the entire franchise
10: started with Sean Connery. So for you, Steve, it was Bond, and for me, uh, because I'm a little bit younger, and I got introduced to Bond uh, probably with. Um, Roger Moore. Uh, Roger Moore. No, probably Timothy Dalton. Okay. Uh, so, so my introduction to Connery and the way that I fell in love with him was the Untouchables, and then uh, Indiana Jones uh, and the Last Crusade, and yeah. and Hunt for Red October. And what I learned subsequently after that, of course, is that uh, he could be cool after Bond, which is a feat in and of itself. And and I just I fell in love with those characters. And then uh, you know, I so my mom. You're talking about your dad introducing you to Bond. My mom took me to see Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade in the theater. And um, part of the reason why she wanted to go was for her because of her love for Sean Connery. And so we saw this movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. And then she and my dad were like, all right, now we're going to introduce you to James Bond And, and, (laughs) and what Connery did before those movies, the late 80s and early 90s. And it's just he's one of the coolest people
4: ever. Well just one of the things that makes it interesting is that now you can watch these movies they restored them to such a level I got that they had a box set that they came out a little while ago and if you watch Dr. No and From Marshall with Love and Goldfinger they actually right now look like current films that are period pieces they're restored so impeccably that you look at them and the way they were shot you know the 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 uh, the film that they were shot on and everything else they look like again they're, they're current films that take place in the 60s, you know, as as a as a spy movie. And it's just, it's so cool that the legacy lives on. Is Goldfinger your favorite? No. It, it's way up there. You know, it, it vacillates. It's like between Godfather 1 and Godfather 2. It right. goes back and forth. Right. Uh, I am a fan of, um, it, it goes, Goldfinger set the standard for gadgets and the car and the whole thing. I love Doctor No, I love because he's just you know Bond and Connery at his at his suavest. but he was also always described by Ian Fleming as a blunt instrument as a guy who is he's there to kill people, and in that first Doctor No movie, and I've referenced this scene many times, he knows somebody's involved with Doctor No, uh, Bond, and he waits at a at a house he's set up this guy to come in, and this guy is a killer. Uh, and he comes in and, and, and essentially Bond finds out, gets the information that he needs from him and then kills him. You know, And that's what he is. He is the double O gives him that, that, that edge. And so Connery was able to pull that off. And still, even though you knew there was no way James Bond was going to die, yeah. you had to believe a little bit that there was a possibility. He had to register that fear. And one of those great scenes where he does that is the laser between the legs in Goldfinger. Where he's on the table and he's showing the power of the laser beam to cut through the metal, and um, those are—I mean—as a kid, <laughs> I sat there just, he just amazed. I rem- I can remember every viewing, every theater that we went to to see him and Preston in the days of double and triple features. I was maybe like ten years old, yeah. seeing three of these films back to back, and it was you know, and to share that and to share that with my dad.
0: You know, meant everything. I was uh, I was kind of a a, a passive uh, Bond fan, but I, yeah. I remember what the movies meant to me were, or that the, the moments that I look forward to were: How's he going to get out of this? Right, that was the main thing. How's he going to get out of this? You know, he and always finds a way. If you watch his
4: um, his little tricks, his little things, he was very complimentary. I think we have a clip of him talking about. Uh, Daniel Craig later on in yep. A good assessment.
6: The ingredients
9: are all there for of the kind of movie that people want to see. It has, it has very good entertaining value. It's a spectrum of actors. I mean, from myself to Daniel Craig, who I thought was fantastic, marvelous in the park. The danger element, I think he really gets it.
0: Yep, yep, you could definitely tell.
4: Who was Bond after him? Right, at, uh, directly after him. It was George Lazenby okay. uh, in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, which is one of my favorite Bond movies of all time. If you want to talk about one of the classic career F-ups of all time, George Lazenby's friend who advised him to dump out on the series. Uh, you know, he... Wanted to go in another way, and uh, and he was very good, a uh, really good. It's one of the Bond fans' favorite movies on a Majesty's Secret Service. But then he went on his list of, as you point out, Nick, his list of post Bond movies. We're all over the place, from from really quirky things to you remember the movie um, uh, Outlander, um, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean Highlander, uh, Highlander, oh, Highlander. And, then, and then Outland. Do you remember the movie Science Fiction Outland? Yeah, where yeah it's that's a, what I thought you meant when you yeah, said Outlander. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is a takes place in space and it's on like a mining you know station and it's these sort of weird movies. Um, he was the dragon's voice in the movie Dragonheart. That's
3: right.
0: Uh,
4: the Anderson tapes, the Wind and the Lion. An Alfred Hitchcock movie called Marnie, um, you know,
10: and then The oh, Untouchables. The it's Untouchables. A, it's a great yeah. movie. I mean, I know. And that's that, his Oscar. And he probably got that Oscar for work that he'd done earlier, you know, but he deserved it for that role too. And oh, then, it was
0: great. And I have a clip. Okay. I'm going to play from The Untouchables.
10: This is great. Want to get Capone? Here's how you get him.
0: He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue.
1: That's the Chicago way. And that's how you get Capone. Do you want to do that? Are you ready to do that? You want
0: this deal. My favorite scene is when they're on the Canadian border <laughs> and when, where there's a shootout and a guy gets killed. And so they're interrogating the the bookkeeper and he doesn't want to say anything. And Connery is, uh, he <laughs> just gets fed up with him. And he goes over and he grabs the dead body of this guy. Yeah, yeah. But the bookkeeper doesn't know this guy's dead. He just, he oh, thinks yeah, it, yeah, yeah. that he's alive and, he, and he, he's got his back to him. He's got his back to him and he goes, Oh, you know, oh, you, you can't speak, huh? Let's see if you speak <laughs> with something in your mouth shoves a gun in his mouth, <laughs> blows his brains out, and they go, I'll talk, I'll talk, I'll tell you anything, I'll tell you anything you want to know. It's just an outstanding scene.
4: His exchange with Andy Garcia, too, where he starts oh. he starts saying this uh, guinea or whatever he calls them yeah. what, what you know. What was your name before you changed it? Right, right. Yeah. And then he opens the gun and he goes, I like him.
0: I like him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then another iconic role was uh hunt for red October uh captain Ramius um he and one Alan... of your favorite eating
4: scenes this... uh, oh my god <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: listen I love Sean Connery but I hate <laughs> the way he eats because his lips are, are pursed and he yeah
3: Ew. he doesn't <laughs> stand it
4: either and I, yeah. I adore
0: him but Jesus Christ
3: <laughs>
4: and, and and it's funny because if you're if you hear like in you know in, in in you know in the original dr no the bon, james Bond yeah. and he ha- that was an affectation which right. he was able to do uh oh. and um and do that because he did have a scottish right. accent and, right. and and you know uh, so much so Ian Fleming was absolutely opposed to the notion of Sean Connery playing James Bond he was alive at the time he got to see Dr No you know being filmed yeah. but uh hated the notion and then after. He started to, in his subsequent writing. He started to add Scottish attributes to Bond because he thought Connery was so
0: good. Uh, you know what's interesting, though, you mentioned the 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 uh, uh, the dialect, yeah. if you will, or at least the accent in in *Humphrey* *Red October*. All the Russians, all the Russian officers, even Sam Neill is is putting on a Russian, right. English accent. Yep. He's putting a Russian accent to an English. But Connery, nope. He's just he's just speaking in his own voice. Huggish. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a clip when he yeah, addresses yeah. the crew right, uh, yeah. before they start on their mission. Comrades,
1: this is your captain. It is an honor to speak to you today, and I'm honored to be sailing with you on the maiden voyage of our
4: motherland's most recent achievement.
0: Why do you think small? Why do you think he decided to just go with his to, to not put on an accent? Because I, I don't. That probably that might Would not have been odd. in his
4: toolbox come, okay. I mean, to, to override it because if you remember in uh, Highlander he plays um, like a Spanish. You're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but it, they they did in, in some movies a lot of times I forget which movie first did it where they it was a a thing where they're speaking a different language and then they sort of coming closely on them and then and when they pull out they're speaking yes. English. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, the I visual it,
0: cue. I think it might have been Hunt for Red October. Yeah, it was before
4: that. Yeah. there was a, it, oh okay. yeah, there was another movie where they they, they cop that from uh, once or twice. They
10: do it on October
7: too. Yeah,
4: yeah,
10: yeah. A yeah. you know, okay.
7: dangerous game, a game of chess against our old adversary, the American Navy.
9: For forty years, your fathers before you and your
1: older
0: brothers played this game and played it well.
4: <laughs> there he goes on. They, it. Sort of, they should have gone, could you zoom into me again? I still have the Scottish accent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great, great uh, moment in that is when uh, Alec Baldwin is after Ramius tells him to be yeah. there for what he shoots at. And uh, <laughs> in the, you know, the uh, the missile silo room and, and uh, he's climbing through the, uh, uh, the, the catwalks and everything. And he starts to do an impression. On, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. yeah, it's yeah. great. And then. There's another movie where they, they do an outright impression, I think, of Connery as well. And I can't remember. Is what. It? Oh, oh, no, it's it's in uh, Leave Extraordinary uh, Gentleman. Right. Uh, um, uh, Peter, what's her name? Or not Peter. Um, Wilson, the... Uh Dracula's Bride? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, That's her name, right? Yeah, Peter Wilson. She does the same thing. Uh There's a similar thing. She goes, oh, what's (laughs) a woman should know (laughs) about this? So I think doing a Connery became a thing as well. In fact,
4: SNL. SNL gave a whole new second, or, you know, and apparently Connery thought it was very funny. That uh, that was the word. Or uh, that's maybe the word they put out. He might have hated it, but the word in general was that he thought it was funny. And uh, that was an ongoing thing. One of the most popular uh, SNL bits of all time, ongoing Jeopardy bit with Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek. And it was great. Yep, here it is. Sean Connery. (laughs) We meet again, you logger-headed, tickle-brained pump (laughs) There once was a man
7: named Trebek who had the world's tiniest... Enough! (laughs) You think
6: you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? What with your daggle mustache and your greasy hair? Look, what did I just say about ethnic slurs?
9: And the answer is, this is the sound a doggy makes.
7: Mr. Connery. (laughs) moo. No.
14: Well, that's the sound your mother made last night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
6: that's not necessary. Oh, that's great.
10: <laughs> they that that bit was that bit was fun. I loved it yeah. when they would write out clues, and it would be you know like a "Appetit <laughs> Dejeuner," and it would say "Appetit Dejeuner." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, the uh, rapist. The rapist. Yeah. Therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Therapist. Uh, <laughs> uh, and listen, I know it's a guilty pleasure, but The Rock is fun. I, I, uh, you know his The role, Rock is a solid movie. It, it might be Michael Bay's best movie, and uh, and he's great in it. With Ed Harris, with Alcatraz, it has been such a
0: long time since I've seen that movie. Uh, what was? That? Why did they need to get on Alcatraz? So Ed Harris
4: is is a, is, a, is a paramilitary.
0: Um, he's he's a guy who's taken
4: over. He's he is he's got some sort of plan. He the, the, he's been wronged by the military in some aspect or another. So he has his group of people that take over Alcatraz, and they have the the this um, biochemical okay. weapon. Yeah, this Nickel- missile.
5: But he has they they do have. Um, hostages,
4: hostages, people that were there for right. a tour. And okay. Nicholas Cage is, a, is, is an expert at whatever the... the, the uh, he's a chemist, or something, chemist or something. And
0: Connery had escaped from Alcatraz, right? Right, or something yeah, like yeah, so yeah, He's yeah. the only one who was... can break back in. Uh, right. Cause cause I'm smart. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm very <really> smart. <laughs> I require one thing first, though. I'd like a big bowl of falafels. You don't need a bowl. <laughs> I do. <laughs> he has to get a haircut. Uh, and I want to see my do- Who played his daughter? Oh, uh,
5: Vanessa Marcel or something like no, that. No, Vanessa
4: Marcel was Nicholas Cage's
5: girlfriend.
0: Oh, hmm. I would have liked
4: her to be my
0: daughter. Nick is uh, looking that up right now. Uh, I don't see other. David were... Morse is in that. I forgot. That. David Morse was my daughter. No. Oh, <laughs> what the hell happened to you? Was William Forsythe your daughter? Yes, because he was in that.
10: Tour. Beautiful girl. Yeah. Well, both of those guys have been in the studio.
0: Yeah uh Claire Foriani
4: That could
10: be it. That's okay. it. Yeah, she he and he meets her at the Presidio towards the end. Do you guys
0: remember the movie
4: Dragonheart?
10: Do you um, remember that? No. I the didn't Dennis?
4: see it. It's it's one of the first CGI movies oh, wow. that extensively with a with a um, you know, character that uh, you you kind of felt something for it. and his his voice was obviously perfect for the dragon and I I don't know, it, it made me tear up.
0: What was the You are the man now dog. Uh,
4: look at Finding Forrester. Finding Forrester. You are the dog man now, dog boy man. <laughs>
0: What? Let's
4: uh, take that from the top. Yeah, uh, I try it one more time. And action. You're the man, dog boy, dog boy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's That's the right. man? What is it again? You're Who's the, the man now, dog?
0: Yes, you're the it, man yeah. now, dog. I'm the man, dog boy. No, no you're the man. Who's under dog, man boy? You're the man, dog. Now. Who has you're a the dog? You're the man now, dog. Where's now, my dog?
4: dog? <laughs> Does this place clean dogs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and I have to I have to mention uh, his last role because Finding Forrester, and then I think he took a break, and then he ended up doing uh, League, *League Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentleman. Yeah, that movie. Uh, I loved it. I, I do
4: too. Yeah. Alan Moore hates it, yep. but he hates everything that he's done. He's the guy who wrote the the graphic novel for the you know *The Watchmen* and v for all Vendetta. that. V for Vendetta*. So yep. he's highly acclaimed. I think it's a really fun, well done movie. I think yep. Connery's great in it. I think the cast is solid. I don't,
0: I don't, well, you know, I don't know, to each his own. It was unique. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was his last one. And that was the last one. That was in 2003. So he hadn't acted uh, for 17 years. So
4: I wonder when the dementia started setting in. Yeah, it's a good So, I mean, 90, again, a good, a good life. And uh, he was in his, you know, he's in the the, uh, tropical island home. So, yeah. Um, You know, and he, you know, he was a massive fan of, though. He was a golf, you know, golf was huge for him. And I think he, I think he picked up golf while playing, uh, while in the movie
0: Goldfinger. Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Colin. Yo, Colin, good morning.
8: Yeah, monkey pick ass. Yeah, buddy. Old school. What's up? (laughs) Uh, So, I don't know if you guys know, Steve, you probably know, but he actually turned down the role of Gandalf.
4: I'd heard Um, that. Has that been verified that he was, he was offered that role?
8: Yeah, yeah. It's all if you Google, it, it's all over. Yeah. So they were going to give him something like thirty million or something like that. But Shock it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was going to get fifteen percent of the box office royalties, which would have equaled out to four hundred and fifty million dollars.
4: <laughs> wow, That's get in the wagon, stuff. you hairy footed little turd! Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. In, in fact, there have been other cases. Um, what was the other? Thanks, God. Oh, and, and the, Star Trek Five. Um, Shatner, the one Shatner directed, which is uh, the Final Frontier, which is horrible. Um, he, uh, they were offering, they wanted a Sean Connery. He wanted Sean Connery in the movie so badly, and so the the name he had actually given for Paradise was Shakari, which was supposed to be Sean Connery. Oh, oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the oh. rumor.
5: Is that the one that is horrible? Which, no, which is the one where they save the whales. That's four. That's okay. fun. That's I like good. That one. That's a
4: good one. This yeah. is the one where they go to, uh, there's, there's kind of a prophet who takes them to the edge of the universe. It's Spock's brother who's very emotional. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. Steve didn't like it. It's no. terrible. I was <laughs> sitting there in a, in a, on a Saturday matinee. I'm watching. I'm by myself. There's, a, there's like kids watching it. And one of the kids, nine, ten years old, turns to his dad and goes, this
0: stinks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this kid's, this kid's sharp. Well, Sean Connery, an icon uh, at 90, has passed. Yeah. Years, but at least we have uh, great movies. And, yes. Uh, cool memories to go back on. Uh, speaking of memories, how was, uh, how was Thanksgiving? Or not Thanksgiving. That's coming up. <laughs> how was Halloween for everybody? It was Different. Very. Subdued. Case,
2: yeah. were you down the shore? I was. That's cool. How was it down there? I've never been down there for Halloween.
0: Uh, it was
5: quiet. It was yeah. quiet. Yeah. So I had asked my neighbor, you know, how many um just because we needed to buy candy and stuff, yeah. like how many do they normally Don't get?
4: expect a lot.
5: Well well, he said, you know, you'd be surprised and you yeah. know, but that's prior to the pandemic. So we ended up getting a whole bunch of candy and I think we had like maybe six people come by oh, wow. one lady came by who she actually pulled up in her car yeah she i believe um she had an accent but she said she she lived in the city in, in philadelphia but wanted
4: but to she get not by that
3: Wait, no
2: what but was, she, did you say an accent
5: accent yeah so she had like a russian accent or something <laughs> like that uh but she wanted to get out of the city and so she wasn't sure exactly what to expect so she basically just drove people around trick-or-treating Preston, I had two girls show up to my house uh, who had zero costume, but had so much candy, I gave them candy anyway.
0: Let me back up a second okay. here. So, this woman is from Philadelphia and yeah. decided to drive all the way to Wildwood just because she wanted to get out of town and go somewhere different. To I am from
4: Philadelphia. Wow. Yeah. That's... I've come here to trick or treat. That's going
0: way far away. I guess.
5: Um... So I didn't have an interaction with her. My wife did, and I want to say that she uh, maybe has, like, a vacation home down there. Oh, okay. Uh, But but they weren't walking around. They were driving around. Anastasio (laughs) recommended I come out here. Big fan. Big fan.
2: Steve, you get a lot of trick-or-treaters. Did you get a lot this year? So
4: last year we had probably 250, 300. This year, 70.
2: Okay. Yeah. We I don't normally get a lot of trick or treaters. Yeah. Uh, my neighborhood does, just my house doesn't. Um but they it was a little uh it was a little subdued this year. There were definitely people out, but not nearly as much. I have like 97 uh lollipops candy. left if anybody my, likes blow pops.
4: My <laughs> trunk is full of of Halloween candy. I just kept it in there because I figured either it's I'm going to need it or I'll just bring it to other places yeah. when I don't need it. Uh, my house is an advertisement for Halloween. So what we did have was a lot of people pulling by with kids in the car, and they were looking out the window, yeah. and they were go- they were having a-, a lot of people appeared to have Halloween, like their their COVID bubbles. You know, they they they're people that they've sort of vetted were having get-togethers little with those people. And-, and like little Halloween parties with them in the costumes. So a lot of people in costumes. They just weren't necessarily going. Oh,
2: yeah i saw a ton of costumes like, there were a lot of people out i did see a lot of that people were bringing like their fire pits out front into their driveway That's did. Yeah. yeah a lot of people had um tables set up um i saw a few really cool things some uh, a lady she taped her candy they were full-size candy yeah. bars to these sticks and then she put them in styrofoam so the kid just came over and picked one up oh, okay and then That's i great. saw a clothesline with the candy on the clothesline so you just go over and pancake
4: did that
5: that's, That's cool. cool. Yeah,
2: it was it was really neat. Chuck
5: had a cool little candy shoot through like a PVC pipe, which I thought was uh, pretty
0: damn awesome. Yeah, we had a few people in the neighborhood that did the the PVC yeah,
5: so. pipe. Yeah. Did you
2: see what Nick Murphy did with his son? So they didn't go yeah, out. but They did cute. like a scavenger hunt in, in the house, house with yeah. a flashlight. Uh, he and hid
0: candy all around the
4: house. Was
2: really, that was cool. Kind of
0: like but, Easter
2: meets yeah. uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. That's yeah. great.
4: My old uh, neighbors in Mannionka, uh, Phil and Leslie, they had a uh, they set up a, a, a like a ten foot tube that they surrounded with lights, and they were trying to get a system that would ensure that the candy would make it down, and for one brief failed test, they used a leaf blower, but apparently it would have shot right through the kid's chest, uh, so they had
10: to ratchet that back, but but it was, uh, it was fun. You guys ever hear about the Switch Witch? You know no, at no, all? no. So this is a tradition that I was not aware of either, but my sister-in-law has introduced this to my nephews and my niece as well, and uh, basically, you can trade in candy at the end of the night with the Switch Witch, and uh, it's sort of like a tooth fairy. Uh, the Switch Witch will come in the middle of the night, you leave candy out at the end of your bed, and the Switch Witch will uh, provide you a toy. So it's a way to um, reduce the amount of candy that the kid oh. intakes, uh. and you can get rid of some candy that you don't like if you're a savvy child and pick up a toy in the process. Well, this is good because <laughs> kids don't have enough opportunities throughout
4: the year to, to get, get toys. toys. Yeah, yeah, now that the Easter
10: Bunnies is <laughs> straight up bringing <laughs> toys. I've never heard of it. I'd I thought it was kind of a fun little tradition. Uh, it actually
0: tradition. is. Yeah. I, I, my, the end of my bed would be covered with candy corn. <laughs> I'm telling you, so Rochelle buys, uh, she buys all the candy and the, and the giveaways for Halloween. And she, we started doing this several years ago, and I'm telling you, the kids love it. What she it? buys little individual uh, containers of Play-Doh. Dude, oh, that's yeah, a great idea. That, yeah. So when they come by, you ask, do you want candy or do you want non-candy? Also, yeah. she got these little Pixar, like little statue things, so it'd be like, you know, uh, Nemo right. or Mister Incredible and and stuff like that in these old packages, and I'm telling you, nine out of ten want the non candy thing because they're getting candy from everywhere else. How yeah. how many do, of those does she get usually? A okay. hundred or something. Like okay, that, a bunch. So it's a yeah. good idea. Uh, so it's a nice little offer to uh, to throw
2: out there. Jay's kind of confessed to me yesterday. He was like, um, "Mommy, he was like, I I skipped a house," and I'm like, "You did?" I'm like, mm. oh, "All right, well, it's no big deal." And he was like. They had Cheez-Its and popcorn. <laughs> 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 he goes, I don't want that. I just wanted candy. candy. <laughs> so
4: what was his level of success? Did you take him trick-or-treating?
2: Yes, we did. We we actually How, how many to... houses
4: were, were up and running for it? So
2: I actually didn't go out in my neighborhood because uh, there is not one... Little boy that lives in my neighborhood. Uh, they're all girls. So you lived
4: near Rockstar Rob, though, don't you? So, I do. Yeah.
2: Rockstar Rob. Every time Rockstar Rob comes by, <laughs> Jace knows him now. He's like, "There's that guy you work with."
4: Uh, <laughs> I'm a little
3: boy forever. <laughs>
2: no, so we went over to a friend's neighborhood so Jace could trick or treat with some friends. And um, I thought it was the first time I had been to their neighborhood. I thought there were a lot of people out. And she said it wasn't even nearly what it normally no. is. Um, but he, no, he got he got a full bag of candy. I will say. However, we did walk a lot like not every house was participating this you,
4: year you know what really though i have to say throughout the night i kept going back to my wife and i i felt like almost like like tearing up because kids were coming and the kids that did come by and the parents that came by and they were being very safe and i had a table that was provided the distance and i out of one one bag or one bowl would put it out at the end of the table and they could take cause it was one set of hands touching not the community bowl that they had originally recommended so they were doing it and uh, but the kids were like um they were so excited to be out and and to be looking at the things and excited to see the uh, the decorations and this little like six year old girl. I mean, I have some pretty hardcore zombie stuff.
8: I love your decorations,
4: <laughs> and uh, she was just going on and on about it. It was wonderful to see them out and smiling and having a good time. A lot of parents seemed to appreciate it as well. So yeah,
0: I thought from from the onset we like we got a we got a rush at the beginning. I'm like, oh okay, yeah. you know, business as usual. Here we go, and uh, at some point it just. It just cut off. That's what bathroom. happened with us. By the way, yeah. so we're in Philadelphia proper, and
4: there was a curfew at 9 mm-hmm. o'clock. Oh, so, okay. yeah, and that sort of that helped yep. skip it
10: up. We didn't get one. Not one trick-or-treater came to our house. Uh, we had some candy ready to go and, and didn't get anybody stopping by, which is okay. Um, my son revealed to me yesterday that... Uh, he ranks whoppers in his top five of Halloween candies, and uh, those are malt milk balls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I approve. Uh, I do not. They're I, gross. Yeah, I'm gonna. I love them. I, I think he might not be my son. He might All be I, adopted. Do you? Maybe do you he's not, my son. Do you not like malt? I just. Don't, I think. It, here's the thing about Halloween candy to me. Okay. You have once a year to indulge and enjoy whatever types of candies come along. Why on God's green earth would you choose Whoppers among them? There are so many better options, and yet you look into the bag and you choose the Whoppers that are looking Water. back at you. I, I was, uh, yesterday, I
0: was thinking of Chuck because I ate a couple of uh, Almond Joys. And I'm sitting there eating this, and I'm going, how can he not like this? Oh, yeah. These are fantastic. Wait, so wait, he does, love, does he I not
2: like anything? Almond Joys like
0: have protein, oh, yeah. no. coconut.
4: <laughs> yeah. Every yeah, food group. You. Yeah. I love almond That's, That's what I'm looking for. Every in my candy. food group. Whoppers. <laughs> Preston, do you like a molten milkshake? I do. I yeah. love
0: molten milkshake. And a yes. whopper
4: is like a little ball of molten milkshake. See, I can yeah, only
0: I... eat a couple of them, though. Uh, no, they, I agree. They're kind of rich. So I yeah. could eat.
4: My downfall has become uh, on this, and I get the small snack size Kit Kats.
0: Yeah, a lot of people, it's oh, one of the man. most popular Because I figure, how, how
4: many would it, it take to build an actual Kit Kat and then I have that commensurate? I, yeah, I, yeah, dude, so you're
2: like, it's, I just conversion, had one, really. I just had one real Kit yeah, Kat. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't even know what almond joy was because I also hate coconut.
4: Yeah. Okay, um, so you yeah. wouldn't like it
5: either?
2: Uh, no, not at all. I'm definitely on Chuck's side on that.
5: Okay. I discovered, and I haven't eaten it yet, but uh, commercials told me about the uh, dark chocolate mint Kit Kats. Yeah. I'm like... They're really good.
4: Are they? They are. Oh, they're, they're hard to find, though. Are they? Yeah. But uh, you know, just keep at it. If you could, get, maybe yeah, hang a, in keep, there, man. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna hang in there. Yeah, uh, and I did sample a few Snickers. Those Dude. are my the, the the fun size Snickers are my favorites. That, okay.
4: That's your do, That's your downfall. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I will. I will fish them out and eat them. Do you plant. know what it remains a perennial for me, and I know a lot of people have no room for it, but the Three Musketeers. No, I don't like them. I love them. I think. I think oh, they're. I think them. they're a Milky Way that gave up. Yeah, <laughs> that's he, what
5: I like. You're right. Yeah. I can do because... a Three Musketeers if it's frozen.
10: Uh... And that's kind of the only way I can do it. Where does the three come in the three musketeers? I mean, I know oh, the legend. Yeah. Yeah. Did we? Yes. Because there's only two ingredients in the three musketeers. Yeah. Oh, there's no, the wait. nougat and the chocolate. And yeah. air. And air. Light fluffy and hair. Hair?
0: air. I air. I said hair. Not hair. Not what not were hair. you going to say before about Snickers?
5: No, it had nothing to do with Snickers. It had everything to do with s'mores because we, we had a uh, fire pit going yeah. on Saturday night. My kids were making s'mores and, you know, it was great. When I got up on Sunday morning, I got up early and I went to go uh, get some coffee and there were, I kid you not, like um, melted marshmallows all over the sidewalk in the street. I was like, how did I not see what was going on (laughs) as, as it was all unfolding? And did my children just do that and not actually eat the s'mores? Like it was like burnt up. Marshmallow, on, and at one point, like in the street, there was two marshmallows burnt up in the stick, still in the street. My kids are absolutely- what has
3: happened? They <laughs> are
5: savages.
4: You fall to your knees. I
5: couldn't believe it. I was, and you know, no, nope. it was me. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There were only three of you eating s'mores. There were only three of you, and there's like seven things of marshmallows all over the place. I was.
4: You beat them, right?
5: Not why I should have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was embarrassed. Uh, they, they didn't say, oh, we burned that one. I didn't want, to, didn't want it any longer. They also I mean, you Throw light... those into the fire and watch them melt. That's right. what you do. No, yeah. oh, it's a gas fire
5: pit. You can't do that. Oh. If it was a wood fire let, pit, that's you a different story. You let the little nozzle seal up. So right. The ga- <laughs> no, but they also. <laughs> so the gas is leaking. They all purposely burn the marshmallows,
4: which is like. I no, love no death, but. They're...
5: Golden brown, max. Mm. Right? Not
0: black. Yeah. It's time for a call yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh so which nick, one
0: wants to live <laughs> nick the three hold on and wait okay. steve you break one of the sticks for the <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
3: for the, the joker yeah. <laughs> all, right, have at it.
0: all right go ahead cat's fine
2: uh nick the three musketeers actually originally had three pieces in one package chocolate strawberry and vanilla and because what? of the oh. because of the cost of sugar um, they actually took out the vanilla and strawberry pieces and just left it with the popular chocolate. Wait,
10: when we were kids, were there three chocolate ones? No, it wasn't no. when we were kids. No, no. I, oh. I'm, I have a memory of opening up a three Musketeers, and and oh, having being three pieces, three pieces, three individual pieces. But maybe that's uh, maybe I'm misremembering. Remembering,
2: I
0: remember mm. some candy bars would come in two pieces in one wrapper and two yeah. of them, uh, two pieces. Yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, Am i Am Joy's did, and Mounds came like yes, that. absolutely. Okay, because sometimes you felt like a nut, and sometimes sometimes, sometimes you didn't. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Did you say they had three?
0: No, there were two. Two. Okay. Yeah. So at least I, as far as memory serves, but God, do you remember? Do you remember Powerhouse candy bars? Yes, I do. I, yeah. I don't even no, know what was, was, was in those, but I do remember asbestos. Eating powerhouse. Maybe it was yeah. asbestos. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's the Powerhouse, and mm, um, that's good asbestos, Mommy. Mister Good
4: Bar, and it might have been Yeah. <laughs>
0: Cyclamates. Remember you know, Cyclamates? It was the the uh, the food coloring in sodas. No. Yeah, there we go. Here's yeah, yeah. Peter Paul made this powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, caramel peanuts and fudge. They also did a peanut butter and jelly candy bar at one point. Oh. I don't remember what that was called, but, but that the, was that was Peter Paul. The jelly was like uh, anal residue or something. It was just oh. horrible. It was just, it, it was it was just horrible.
2: There was no Swedish fish out there. I, I love that. So I kept telling Jason get the Swedish <laughs> fish. He goes nobody has them. Does it, is it, do people not like them?
0: I Listen, I always loved them, but I, I fell out of any type of gummy type of candy a long time ago. I just don't care for those anymore, but I yeah. used to love Swedish fish. Yeah. They're still out there. But,
2: I mean, Jace didn't see any. He was I, trying to I, find some for me, and nobody had any.
0: Why didn't you go to the Svengies down at the end of the street? <laughs>
5: My brother-in-law's favorite candy bar is Mallow Cup. I thought so. It's a mallow cup. Like, whose favorite besides that guy? Like, so, they don't
0: even make those anymore. Is that just marshmallow and in, in chocolate? And there's like a little uh, co-
5: no coconut chunks.
0: Mm. You, don't, you don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Thought. I,
4: don't know. Not really I sure. thought I'd get more of a uh, reaction. No, no I, 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 I mean, I've, I've never really
0: had mallow cups.
4: <laughs> um, no, my just, father just told just me not to talk to them.
0: Milk chocolate and whipped cream center.
4: Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's pretty
0: plain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's rapid. I did bring it. You guys going to bring in some and, and like toss it in the community area? Preston, here no. Candy? Right? My I am. trunk right now? I have some in the office. Okay. so I'm, Just a little
4: bit. I have probably about 100 bucks, 100 and yeah, some my bucks worth of candy. Of yeah, where there's candy nobody oh, here. Yeah. There's
5: nobody in the office. It'll be us eating it. It'll be us eating it. By the nice way,
4: if you're a doctor who wants to buy a uh, an advertising schedule and you deal
0: specifically with diabetes, <laughs> now's your now's time. time. You know what? That's a good question. If you do have access, uh, excess candy, Candy and you don't want to do anything with it, where would be a good place to... Yeah, but- well, here's a good. All right. I'm going to ask this question. Can you... St- and my wife and I got into a bit of a heated
4: argument. I said, can you not... Chocolate is a very durable candy. Can you not put it in an airtight tub and would it not still be viable for next Halloween?
0: Uh, good question. I know... Listen, I know years, and we guys all know this. We used to use pillowcases when we would go around yeah. uh, to-, to collect candy in, and I remember a pillowcase... I would a year later it would be yeah. three quarters of the way filled to what I had on Halloween night and three <laughs> and a year later I would pull it out and go wow this is all here and eat some of it yeah like almost chocolate a year later. is still it's durable. that's why they'd give it to GI that is a good question how what is the shelf life on chocolate because I do have a, I, I told you guys for our 20th wedding anniversary for my wife which you know over a year past that I bought. I got this big tub of kisses yeah I got her a thousand kisses right. And we probably still have 500 of them in there. And I'm like, man, I wonder if I should toss those out or if they're <laughs> no. still good.
4: If someone could answer that, if I were to put that, and I'm talking, you know, I have a wide variety of candy. But if I were to put it in a in a, in, a, in a sealed tub, like you store things in, it, sh-
0: it should be fine, Here I would we imagine. Go. This is from Wikipedia. Uh, if unopened and stored properly, dark chocolate lasts two years from the day it was made. If open but stored properly, the rule of thumb is one year. All right, what about... Uh, as for milk, hang, hang on, as for milk sorry. and white chocolate bars, the time available is cut in half. Okay, it's time to get rid of my, the kisses. What <laughs> if <time to get laughs> it's refrigerated <laughs> and or frozen? It probably uh, hangs longer, good right? Good question. I would think so, right? Yeah. That'd be part of stored properly. And remember, kind of we thing? talked
2: about that white film that develops on chocolate and what that means. I just forget what it is.
0: It's... Apparently, it's okay. It has to do with the cocoa butter oh, yeah. and uh, no. it's oh, no. no and apparently it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's not like mold right. or chocolate spooge sides. so so we we covered that it's chocolate mm-hmm. spooge. <laughs> Something from
10: what uh, Steve was telling me,
2: uh, <laughs> I know that there are places that you can donate the candy to. Yes. I don't know exactly what they well, do. Well, here's with one, it. Kath
10: uh, BZ Orthodontics is accepting Halloween candy and will send it to troops overseas. I've seen programs uh, like it. that ah. in a few different places. So uh, I love that idea. Yeah, I don't when know where it is. called BZ Orthodontics. I don't know where they are, but uh, we got the text. But I've seen information like this uh, pass along. Well, before. they're right
4: here in Las Vegas.
10: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, BZ Orthodontics. Okay, cool. Um yeah we
0: got a lot of people uh uh calling in saying pretty much the same thing that uh yeah less less this year and that was pretty much expected but didn't know to what level, so we went ahead and bought in preparation in case, because you you don't want to come up short, if that's the case. Yeah.
4: Uh, Same thing with the Jew experience person. There was the initial, oh, okay, I guess it's it's good, and then it it
0: petered out quickly. Yeah, all right. Well, anyhow, at least it was, listen, and did you get a look at the moon? It was gorgeous. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was... Uh, that was cool. We <laughs> caught it as it was rising, and oh, it was yeah. right through the window of my house. I'm like, wow, okay, that's, that made it all come together.
5: That's Any awesome. other year, yeah. that
0: would have been a legendary
5: Halloween. Yes. Any other year. What yeah. planet was I looking at, by the way? Was that Mars, or was that,
4: uh,
10: I don't know. It's don't written know.
4: on them if you look close enough. I, um, I, my, I wasn't wearing my glasses. What color
10: was it? Red. Mars, probably. Or Jupiter has also been visible lately, too. So if it's uh, white and bright, it's probably Venus. If it's uh, orangey, it's probably either Mars or Jupiter. Correct.
2: Hey, and real quick, by the way, if you don't want to keep all of your candy, if you do have a ton of it and you want to donate it, um, there's a website called Mommy Poppins, and she has a whole list of where you can donate your candy to.
0: Okay, Mommy Poppins. Yeah, Mommy Poppins. (laughs) All right, uh, listen, we got to take a break because we have a guest coming up. We found out how to pronounce her last name. Uh, it is uh, Paris Burrells. Oh, that's how you say her name, Else, And okay. she's from Hubie Halloween. So we'll continue our little Halloween chat in a moment uh, with her when we get her on. She's also from uh, some Disney shows as well. Uh, a few other things to get to hang with us. We'll be back in just a moment.
13: Justin and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance.
1: It's the week before Thanksgiving, starting Monday, November 16th. The gang will be camping out for an entire week at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center
13: Complex. The dates aren't the only thing different about this year. The show will still go on inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent. But we can't have a studio audience.
1: We're emphasizing cash donations this year. both online at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register.
13: Non-perishable food donations can be accepted on site via our trunk-to-truck drive-through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi.
1: Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners.
0: Comcast Spectacor in the Philadelphia Flyers. Whitehorse RV Center. Cinch Propane
1: Home Delivery. TRG Mid-Atlantic. Xfinity from Comcast and Mayfair Fence.
13: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first.
0: So to get us all into the holiday spirit, uh, Netflix had released a couple weeks ago, Hubie Halloween. We loved it. And uh this young lady who is on with us now uh plays Megan yeah. uh, uh in the movie who is uh the the teen so who it's the Shh. Okay. She's the love the boyfriend she's... or I'm sorry, it was um kind of lost all the characters in my head. <laughs>
5: Oh, I don't know. I don't ever remember anybody's uh, character's name. She worked at she was worked at the she was a barista, right? And right. She was hot and she was like cool as well. Like you expected her to be a mean girl, but, actually, but she wasn't. She, yes. she
0: was like a really cool girl. And Tommy was the son of. Uh, let's just talk, yeah. to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Paris Burrell is yeah. on the show this morning. Yeah. Hi, Paris. Hi guys. How are you? We're good. We're, we're trying to figure out all the characters there's names. a ton of
4: characters in the Halloween. I mean there's, there's a gazillion people in there cameos movie. and a, I mean it was a, a, a gigantic cast did you have difficulty remembering every difficulty remembering <laughs> everyone who was in the film
12: You know, I appreciate your effort on trying to explain this movie. Uh, I I did. I I actually when I I had to rewatch the film because I was like, oh my gosh, what is my character's name? I totally forgot. So I don't I don't blame you at all. All (laughs) I
5: I gotta tell you, listen, Paris, uh, I'm a fan. Uh, I have I have children. I have a you know 14 year old, 13 year old, 11 year old. So I have watched your shows and. So, on, on uh, the night that Hubie Halloween came out, it was just me and my son bought a pizza. We sat down and we watched it. And I can... Actually, I can. I was howling, laughing at this movie. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And I've watched it two times since that night.
12: Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's a pretty funny movie. I, my dad, he doesn't laugh at everything. and But he was even, like, laughing out loud. So...
4: Um, but thank you for saying that. That's really sweet. Well, you come so obviously, and to to give people an idea of your life, you 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 started out. You were immediately you're were, you're were drawn to gymnastics, and that's kind of what you started going for. And you, in fact, you achieved a, a good level of success uh, in in gymnastics. But then you you started getting into acting and modeling, and uh, did some shows for Disney XD, which people would know. You you were in uh, uh, Mighty Med. And uh, you did some stuff Mm -hmm. for uh, Netflix as well, Alexa and Katie. Uh, And uh, Mm -hmm. so so people would know you from, from a couple of different things. But this, we always hear that when you work on an Adam Sandler movie, that there's nothing quite like it, that it's a lot of fun, that he's always around making things good. What was your experience working on Hubie Halloween?
12: Yeah, I mean, like, I always heard that Adam Sandler sets were super fun and I heard nothing but good things about him. And um, when I met him, I was like, oh my gosh, like Adam Sandler's right in front of me. Like, I grew up watching <laughs> Happy Madison movies. Um, but no, he's super hardworking um, and he treats everybody equally. He makes sure that everyone feels comfortable on set. Um, crafty's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes. Yeah. That, you got to imagine that's good. There's no way it's not going to be like top level food on and stuff
0: like that. Uh-uh. So,
12: yeah. But no, overall, I had a really good experience working with him.
0: Nice. Hey, Paris, i got to ask, with your your gymnastics background, will that lend you to be, as an actor, doing a majority of your own stunts if your uh, life leads you down the path of, like, action movies and things?
12: Yeah, so that's actually what I want to do eventually. When I was on Disney, um, I actually did a lot of my own stunts. Um, So that was kind of cool to, like, have my first job and then, you know, still be able to, live my dream my my earlier dream um and kind of combine the two worlds together um but yeah i definitely want to get more into it um throughout my career
4: so so when when you're doing uh, what what made the shift what what in your mind i mean so you were you were achieving success with the gymnastics what was there one step off point where you said okay i think i want to i want to hang a left here and go with acting
12: um well in the midwest You know, print modeling is really big. So, like, we did a lot of, like, Sears and Kmart and Cole shoots. Um, And then I just got a little bored. (laughs) My agency at the time was also an acting agency. Um, So I would do, like, self tapes here and there. But, you know, never heard anything. And then my agency was like, oh, if you really want to try it, like, you got to go out to California for pilot season. And I never wanted to because that was in the way of gymnastics for competition season. Right. So I was in like eighth grade and my mom was like, okay, if you want to try it, you can try it this year. Next year, you're going to have college scouts looking at you. So this would be the year to try it if you want to.
3: And then and I was you, like, all right, whatever. Yeah.
12: Yeah, so then came out to California, um, and then never left. So, <laughs> I mean, that's it's that's it's, it's
4: pretty wild. I mean, because you know, there's countless stories where it goes the other way, where it just doesn't work. But you were you were you working for like the the Ford Bottling agency at like nine, I think.
12: Um. Yeah, I, I think I was like nine. I was in like elementary school, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I got I got I got very lucky um, for sure. I, I I won the lottery. Like I I never hear stories. Like that, like I always hear, it takes like years, and like so, I, I I definitely got very lucky, and I was in the right place, right time.
4: So, so working with the Disney shows and and Disney uh, XD, um, you know, as a, it's it's labeled, uh, there's a lot of people. They seem to generate a lot of actors and actresses that go on to to other stuff. Uh, when you're working in those ensemble situations, is is that a a cool thing or is it competitive in a way?
12: Um. Honestly, I had a, I had a really great time on my show because um, we were all, like, around the same age. So we were working constantly together, and we would go out together. So, um, And I didn't get to go to a public high school, so that was kind of, like, they were kind of my high school. Um, so no, I, I had a great time working with my cast on Disney, and I'm still close with them. Like, we still hang out and talk all the time.
0: Hey, Paris, I forgot it was years ago we were speaking to someone who uh had a Disney show and I remember being surprised because I thought if you landed a show at Disney and you're one of the stars of the show, that you get to go to any park you want to, any time <laughs> at all, front of line passes, yeah. the whole thing. And I forgot who it was but they're like, dude, I can't even get tickets for my mom. <laughs> you know? Well,
12: I did
4: have that perk when I worked with Disney. <laughs> no, <I didn't> work. <laughs> so you got that deal
12: i, I, I did I, I i ruined disney for my sisters because they never had to wait in a line and <laughs> now when we do go and do something they're like it's taking too long and i'm like well honey i'm sorry this is what it is now <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> welcome to the real world are they in the uh, industry as well do they have any yearnings to get into what you're doing
12: um my baby sister she's getting more into it now she actually just did a self tape recently but she's like 8 so yeah. she's the one who really wants to do it um but then the other two are kind of they're kind of doing their own thing
0: <laughs> hey did i read correctly that you and Ellen and page are going to be in a, a project coming up about uh, gaming
12: um, I am doing a project in Toronto. Yes. And it's called one up. I was actually supposed to fly there a couple of days ago, but I'm leaving sometime this week. now.
3: <laughs> okay. so, so
4: stuff is, I mean, you, you're doing, as I said before, the Alexa and Katie, um, Netflix project and that and you work with, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen on that. Are you, you familiar with her, uh, her, her yeah. 90210 years and say by the bell, she's kind of had a similar trajectory to yours. Have you, uh, Talked about uh, any career advice with her?
12: Um, I, you know, I would actually talk to her about, like, more... It was more, like, personal life advice on, like, how it, how to balance it. Because, like, yeah, she has been in the industry for a long time. And, right. you know, she's married and she has a family. Um, so, I think on Alexa and Katie, more advice that I would ask from her would be, like, stuff going on in my relationship at the time. Or stuff going on with my friends or... Just, like, the environment, but not necessarily career-wise. And um, But she's great. She's, she's like, my second mom that I can, like, tell more things to than, like, my real mom. <laughs> it's, uh, it's
4: always good yeah, to have a backup yeah. mom. Yeah. yeah.
5: Do you ever happen to talk to her about flowers? Uh, because my friend is, uh, like, a personal florist for her out there, which is crazy because we grew oh, up watching. Really? N- yeah, we grew up watching 90210, and now he's, like, friends with her because he, he prepares
4: flowers for her all the time. <laughs>
12: Oh, wow, that's so No, I, I haven't heard this at all, but wow, that's so funny. Do, do, <laughs> me a, do me a personal favor. If you
4: happen to be around her and there's flowers that she has, say, man, you are getting ripped off. I don't know who your florist is. <laughs> <laughs> I will make sure to
12: say that.
0: Okay. Hey, by the way, since, you know, this Halloween film uh, has done so well, how was Halloween night for you? Did you do anything?
12: Um, I mean, there wasn't really anything going on Halloween night, um, but I did dress up with my boyfriends and we, and we had fun. Um, but there wasn't too much going on. Like, normally during Halloween, LA's just, like, crazy and everyone's doing something. But this one was just a little more um, calmer, S- I yeah. guess.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. right, because
0: everything sucks. That's on. why, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're looking at uh, yeah, at exactly. your Instagram page right now. There's a picture of uh, you and your boyfriend at the beach, and there's some flowers in no there.
4: Wait, who did you get your flowers from, Paris? Didn't use Tiffany's
12: florist. Huh? Yes, by all means.
0: <laughs> Though he way overcharges. No, yeah, no, okay. Yeah. All right, well, listen, uh, we appreciate the phone call. We just uh, wanted to get in touch because, uh, you know, it's doing so well, uh, Hubie Halloween on Netflix. And,. Uh, you know we want to keep an eye on you because you're obviously, you know, you've 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 been in the in the Disney realm for a while, breaking out and uh your star is continuing to rise so we just wanted to meet and say hello and and uh just uh spend some time talking so we appreciate the time. Oh, thank you guys for having
12: me on. Appreciate you, guys. You guys have been a lot
0: of fun. Thank you very much. Good luck with everything. It's uh Paris Brelts. Yeah. Uh, take care. Thanks for being on. Awesome. I mean, she's
4: Stunning, but very. um, It's hard to be that uh, attractive and then also be a likable character,
14: uh, right? Which she she
4: does play. She, and honestly, Hubie Halloween is a junk food movie that's a lot of fun. I enjoy it, it it is. It's it's not an Oscar contender, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah,
0: I thought it was pretty stupid, but you know, but it had funny moments for sure. So, (laughs) um, you think she was in bed? I think she yeah. was completely curled up one hundred percent with the covers over her head. Do, do me an age check
4: please. on that, would you please? Just quickly. Oh, she's we'll
0: definitely older than Okay.
4: Teenage years. Uh, I, was, I, was, I can respond to Nick's question. She was born
10: in uh ninety eight, so she will be uh she's twenty one right now. Yeah, she was definitely in bed. <laughs> she turns twenty two, uh she's a New Year's Eve baby or almost. There you go. December twenty nine. Yeah.
0: Uh, hey uh, I saw this study which was kind of interesting and surprising and I thought was worth sharing to you guys we went out uh, Rochelle and I were out um, hit a couple of grocery stores we had a couple of errands to to run and this rung true because uh, there was a um, study that was done out of uh, it was out of Toronto but they went through a bunch of different grocery stores they went through 24 different grocery stores and they were checking for you um, contaminated spots okay uh in the grocery store and what would you think the the surface that would be the most contaminated oh. in a grocery store would the be the, this is everything apple bobbing barrel no
4: no we don't have those Oh, okay the uh container. the most contaminated area yeah
2: self-checkout screen
0: Un- self-checkout
4: screen. i'm gonna cool. say the
2: carts
0: okay
10: i would say the conveyor belt Conveyor belt, yeah. I mean, like a buffet style place. If they have that
0: in a grocery store, no, more like your standard, uh, you know, any grocery bread store bread shelf. Bread shelf. No, uh, it was the, the the Kathy was right. The pin uh, number where you punch in, yeah, yeah. Uh, To not not in the self checkout, but at, at, yeah. at any one of those checkouts where you punch in your number mm-hmm. or put your credit card in, credit that card. was considered the most contaminated. The least contaminated, the shopping carts because they're huh. cleaning
2: them. They're, yeah. cleaning they're wiping them, them down yeah. after reuse
0: thoroughly. And what? I was surprised by that. I mean, not I'm not surprised that they're cleaning them, but I'm surprised that on these random swabs, that that would be the one that was the least contaminated. Well, well I mean,
2: also because you're getting two, like the, the people there are are cleaning, at least the, the stores that I yeah. go to, both um, my grocery store and when I go to Target, the employees are cleaning them after they come in from outside. And then people like me, I get in there and then I clean it myself before yeah. I use it. Yeah. So yeah. Like,
0: I wipe it down.
4: Quick yeah. question on that. So so the, the, the transmissibility on surfaces we found is, is much less than was originally thought I know I no longer give each of the items I purchase at the supermarket right. a deep Swedish massage. Right, right, right. So, so I, <laughs> I uh, 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 but, but so, and, I, and the, so, if that's the last thing, on, you know, what? Any time, even prior to COVID, when I would use a pad like that, I always would get in the car, and I always had my hand sanitizer, and I just did that. You got to figure like remotes and in, in hotels, things where people. Well, just now
5: imagine. those are apparently um, put in a Pot. Like, no. <laughs> No, they're they're bagging them. Uh, I, yeah. I guess they're they're for the the remotes. They clean them. Yeah, they clean them and, and put sure. them in a bag. Right. I do have a question. What's the point of uh, putting? They're putting like basically saran wrap over the
4: the pads. The key you're pads? still touching the saran.
5: wrap. I yeah. yeah. In case that. I've yeah.
2: seen that at a ton of places. You're, yeah. Now the germs are just on that.
4: Yeah. Do you know what the they difference? do though? Like like my my wife said uh, uh, on Halloween night. You know, should you be using gloves when you hand out the candy? I said. The the glove will then ha- Have, yeah. I I'm my hand I had the sanitizer right there and I was doing the thing just for people's comfortability but at a certain level yeah I it, you're just now the plastic has yeah. the, uh, the maybe the germs it's on.
2: easier to wipe down it's just one wipe over that plastic instead of like each individual key or, I don't know oh, every yeah.
4: couple hours boil those things
0: <laughs> well maybe they are wiping it down because a liquid and so on might get in, yeah. into the keys and and might be bad for the right. the equipment itself yeah, so maybe, maybe they're wiping they do it down it. from yeah. time to time but. Huh. Not like the carts where they 're wiping down every single time wasn 't your
4: son doing that for a while? He was
0: yeah yeah he'd
4: see, he'd... right at the beginning of this he was when, when no one knew what the f was going on, he was in the trenches
0: right yeah yeah he 's a cart jockey, and yeah. we, were, we were concerned because I mean, I thought for sure that would be the most contaminated thing in the right. grocery store right. uh, the, the other items real quick case i 'll mention that uh, the germiest surfaces. Uh, The second highest bacteria count was the basket handle if you're carrying a basket. Right. Uh, right. uh, Tied for third place were the freezer door handle and the front of the shopping cart, the part that you would grab if you were to pull the
5: cart towards yourself. I
2: always wipe that down, I wipe around the whole. Edge. And by the way, I've been doing this before <laughs> yeah. COVID was even here.
5: Yeah, so nothing has changed nothing for Nothing has changed
2: yeah. for, no, you're for right. Yeah, because um, when, if Jace comes to the store with me, he would always get on the end of it, on the end of the right. shopping cart. So I right. always wiped that do down. Do you do
4: what I do? Is you go in, you, you I get a bag of pretzels and I break them in half and I hang them over the handle Stop. so that I can nibble on you them. You can nibble on them That's a, as a moving <laughs> Good idea.
5: Um, I bought uh at five below, I bought these little uh em- they were empty spray bottles. Yeah. Um usually I guess people use it to fill it with water or you know, the spray the or whatever. No, but so I bought that and then I bought at Lowe's like a uh it's Zep, uh hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. It's really like heavy duty. It's like eighty percent ethyl. I've seen it used it.
10: at like industrial sites. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And so I poured that into the spray bottles and that's what I have sitting in my car. It a It smells good. And B, I mean, it really gets all over my hands. And I use that all the time.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. By the way, Steve, you said salad dressing. So I bring salad to work every day, and I bring some salad dressing in a separate container. I forgot the goddamn (sighs) salad dressing. How am I supposed to eat a salad without salad dressing? Do you think it would be okay if I just rummaged through the... Uh, oh God! Trash can? The, no, not the trash oh. can. The, the fridge. 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 Oh, okay. check, Find somebody can else's sure. salad dressing oh, and take good. some of it. Honestly, I think
4: what is implied is that every all the food in there is up for grabs. Right, but it's salad even if you have to un- unzip anything mm-hmm. and it's been packed, even if it has a name on it.
2: It does stink that mancha has gone.
4: I know. I didn't even Big go time. down
2: there that much, but like the very few times, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's nothing it's down nice there. It's have it there. Right? Yeah. yeah.
4: Do you think we'll get something back in there? And will those I people be comfortable to, I heard to working in a building that's completely dark all the time because the windows <laughs> <laughs> never get light? Seriously. Is Perhaps we could hire chuds to work in the <laughs> – yes. those who are uh, adept at living underground in complete darkness – Maybe the cast of, of, of The Descent could work in there. <laughs>
0: you know what? Over time, maybe like some of those creatures that live in a lightless environment, right. we will develop the ability to be able to right. see in the dark. And
4: maybe we'll use echolocation yeah. to find our microphones. This we'll just is walk around going,
3: stupid.
0: <laughs> 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 So We're going to
4: make develop develop noises. other
3: senses?
10: What's yeah. that? <laughs> we're losing the ability
4: to see because the windows here remain perpetually <laughs> dark. Apparently, that's the perfect atmosphere.
0: Philadelphia Insurance is going to help us uh, increase our... our <laughs> Subterranean abilities. Thanks, guys. In case you didn't know it, they, they dim our windows here. Well, I know but we know
2: that they don't have to dim it because no, for know. two weeks, I I was it was beautiful. But great. every morning, it looks
5: like
0: the apocalypse is upon us. Yeah. yeah. We keep so giving stupid. false tornado reports. You know what we need? We need a doctor. Oh, yeah. And I think we're going to go to him right now. Dr. Mike Ceregaly. Fox 29, Penn Medicine. Good morning, good doctor.
14: If I sound muffled, it's because I'm in my PPE. Ah. I walk in my office and I heard Kathy talking about disinfectants and things. And so, listen... The main, if you think of it this way, especially with COVID, all right, if you uh, think of I-95 as the aerosolized way you get COVID, that's how you think of it. Touching things is more of a country road. Yes, you can get it from touching, but it's not what we once thought and and yes the virus can stay on inanimate objects for for quite some time depending on the type of material whether it's metal or or more porous but when it comes down to it your biggest risk is being next to someone who's not wearing a mask and and that that's the critical part of this and it's become politicized and it shouldn't be because everyone just needs to wear a mask and that way you tremendously reduce the risk of spreading the virus
5: mike i saw a whole bunch of photos on facebook over the uh weekend especially while on halloween night of people that were all together inside the house in no masks or anything like that and i was like well why are we doing this why you know why have we been locked up for for eight months if everybody's just going to go you know pile into households you know i know it's halloween night but uh it was a a little bit infuriating
14: well, if you look at the numbers across the country, we're way, way up. And look, we've tried to be and I'm I am a positive kind of guy. Steve, you know that. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we cannot let our guard down. We cannot do that. And small gatherings in homes is, is thought to be a major contributor to the spread of the virus. And so indoors. That's a problem. If you're outdoors, my kids went trick-or-treating, they used hand sanitizer, they wore masks, and they went from house to house, uh, but they did not go inside. And so the the, the, key, the thing is, if you look at the numbers, it, we have one, people fatigued about COVID-19. There, Everyone is tired, myself. I am fed up and tired of it. Number two, we don't have an easy treatment that's available right now. Thirdly, if you uh, look at the colder weather, people are going more indoors. And then you have parties. And and it's not a good thing. Look at the numbers. They're going way, way up.
0: So you're saying stay the course, just hang in there, and treatments are coming,
14: hopefully. Well, look, the, the good news is we're much better at treating hospitalized patients mortality rates are down we have dexamethasone we have remdesivir we have a number of treatments and better ways we don't just put people on ventilators right away we use things called proning where we put them face down and have them take deep breaths and our ICU uh, nurses and doctors are doing an an amazing job the thing though is from a prevention standpoint because remember this Preston this can have long-lasting effects I've seen it in my own practice All right, you get this virus, you can have things like brain fog, you can have some cardiac issues, it goes on and on. The best way to deal with this is not to get it, and just by doing simple things hand washing, social distancing and wearing a
10: hey, uh, Dr. Mike, uh, Casey brought up a point earlier that I've heard as well, which is that there might be some positive ramifications uh, for flu season because people are treating coronavirus so seriously. People are washing their hands more frequently. They're wearing masks, that kind of a thing. Uh, have you heard that? And do you see any, any evidence to support that?
14: Absolutely factual, okay? Nick, uh, the bottom line is that if you look at the southern hemisphere that just went through their flu season, numbers were way down. That does not mean That you shouldn't get a flu shot, not mentioning any names in that room with you guys, but anyway, (laughs) uh, the bottom line is that you need a flu shot, but numbers are down because we're taking better care of providing uh, uh, hand sanitizing uh, uh, and, and, and wearing masks. People are much more cognizant of it, Nick. And so the, the the good news out of this is that from now going forward, I don't think you're ever going to go to a doctor's office or a, any kind of healthcare care environment without the room being scrubbed down and the stethoscope being wiped down to make sure that it's not spreading disease. Why do you so, think
4: it why do you think it wasn't before this, Mike?
14: A lot of reasons. I think laziness and we just took things for granted. We didn't realize what could happen. And I think that now we know reality and and we know that pandemics occur and God forbid in our lifetime it happens again. I'm real sick of it. But the bottom line is is that we we need to take things like this Seriously, and if we do it, we can mitigate it, we can keep it down and stay safe and that 's what I want everyone to do stay safe and let 's get through this we 'll get a vaccine, and we will get through this
0: you 're a good man, sir thank you dr. Mike I love you all
14: We love, love you love you
0: love you. appreciate See it man you. Right. Hi. Uh, I remember you know what i uh, one time I asked a doctor uh, an old friend of mine because uh, every time I would go he would Wash his hands when he would come in to meet with me. Sure, yeah. And he wash his hands when he would leave. And I'm like, How many times a day do you think you wash your hands? He he's like, Stop her. He's like, Nobody's ever asked me that before. Yeah. He's like, God, a ton. Well, you know, so I mean, like, that's constantly washing your hands.
4: Um, So the, the doctor, the eye doctor that I uh, went to just a little bit for my, my checkup uh, a little while ago, um, they they all have to get the soap with the aloe and all the stuff because they're yeah. they would dry out
0: like crazy right, from the right. constant washing. By the way, uh speaking of hand sanitizer as Mike did, I saw this other story so obviously, do you guys keep it in your car? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's getting colder. Uh, and most are most of the hand sanitizer are, are alcohol based, and that puts freezing temperatures at or lower than negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit. I think we're pretty good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't worry about that. But one exception is if your sanitizer doesn't have the right mix of ingredients, according to this, uh, Dr. Lenko, the uh, vice chair at the Department of Medicine at Lehigh Valley Hospital in Hazleton, said, uh, if it has enough of the alcohol, it should not freeze in, in condition. So, yes. If one of your alcohol sanitizers freezes, I would recommend throwing it out and buying a new one. Uh, so not if, using <clears throat> it. Yeah. So if you do come into the car early in the morning and you see that it's it's gotten solid or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. toss it out and get another one. Huh. Uh, because then it doesn't have the right it doesn't have the alcohol in there that would keep it. Because I guess it it uh, renders it inert or something. Right. I'm not really sure. and hard to apply when it's a solid. Brick. True. Yeah. It, it, it's, would you just rub it on? You know, <laughs> I don't know what you would do. <laughs> well. Boil it. That's probably good. Heat it up in a microwave, and then put it on immediately. Immediately, yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) rub it on your face quickly before it's time to cool. All right. Well, listen. We need to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into some beef file stories, and for the word of the week prize this week, lots of liquor. Oh, Revivalists That we're going to give away. some nice package, and we'll get you the details in a moment. We'll be back.
13: The WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a one hundred dollar Primo Hoagies gift card, a four pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. Okay,
0: Where do you go? Just give me a thumbs up if uh, yes or no. Do I have time to do a couple shoutouts outs, or do uh, we? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, so let me do this real quick. Uh, it says, uh, Gadzooks from Tax-Free Shoppers. Uh, can I give a big, juicy shout-out to my husband, Chris, on his first birthday as a father? And some of these, by the way, are, I'm a little late on. This came, this was, uh, I got this in September. Uh, it says... Well, you're probably still a father. Uh, uh, we were the couple, you guys, and Pierre interviewed after the world's largest gender reveal party last year. He was amazing oh. during my complicated pregnancy. And our son, Seamus' early birth, and has been doing awesome figuring out our first-time dad stuff. Figuring out first-time dad stuff. He knew our baby was a boy when he gave us uh, the Jersey bird and flashed us at the ultrasound. Uh, We're sad sad to not bring Seamus with our shirts to this year's campout event. And he's been listening to you guys since before he was born. So I want to wish my hubby Chris a happy 32nd birthday. So here's a shout-out. And, yes... Two weeks from today, we begin broadcasting live from Xfinity Live, and the, the groans you hear in the background is like, wow, uh, there's a lot of work to be done, and yes. we're get, we're working on it, so we will get to that as soon as we it's possibly can. It's virgin territory, right? But we're going to do it. Yep. Uh, then another one says, uh, good morning, Preston. My name is uh, Michael Sharkey. I live in East Stroudsburg. I wanted to give a shout out to the people who listen to the podcast every day and can't listen live, but want to chime in uh, but can't for reasons. So I'm going to throw in my two cents on some things. Oh great, I didn't read this ahead of time. Here we go. Uh my cat with a weird thing he does that I don't see other pets doing. It will only he will Oh, this he's referring to things we've talked about over right, here before. Move on. Yeah. Uh yeah, so how about a shard out?
3: Sorry, right, we have to move on. Yeah, and that's
0: uh Michael Sharkey. So there you go. Hey. Sorry. It's it's lengthy and I don't know All right, what i was getting to. All right. Uh and you know what? There's a uh What? Oh, we need a Christmas. Oh, my God. Okay. Hang on. Let me explain. Okay. So we were in commercial break, and I saw up on our screens here that we have Gary Lauer on the phone lines. Oh, and so Gary's calling in, and I said, you know what? I could use a little Gary right now. I could use a little Lauer. And then Steve started singing. Oh, we oh, could yeah, use a little Gary. Lauer right this <laughs> very minute. Oh, we need a
8: Christmas.
0: Right this uh, so let's get a little Gary. You guys ready? Yes. Good
9: morning, Gary. Hello everyone. How's my family?
0: We're great, man. How are you?
9: Oh uh, the Lower Power Hour is for real, man. How you doing, Preston? The Lower pa- when does the Lauer Power
4: Hour um actually take place?
9: At seven AM when you guys start at six o'clock.
4: Okay, so you wait an hour <laughs> before we get going and then you start an hour. <laughs>
10: After well, I'm gonna start with the show start. Yeah, that yeah. Makes no sense. Well, you guys... How's everybody doing, man? Right. We're doing well. Good. Pretty good, all,
0: man. <laughs> we miss you. How was uh, how was Halloween for you, Gary?
9: It was pretty empty around here, man. There was no busloads of kids get dropped off around here. I had one couple come over. I never I I never seen them before in my life. Uh,
0: did you give them anything?
9: My neighborhood, they they, they knew my whole neighborhood. There was nothing. I to can't get. imagine
4: why the kids don't come visit <laughs> your house on. On Halloween, I, I wonder how many parents are investigated after dropping them off. So 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 it was quiet for you, but did you do anything at home? Did you watch horror movies? or?
9: I did watch horror movies all, all, all afternoon, matter of fact. Thank you, uh, Shotgun Steve Morrison. No That's problem. It.
4: That was the least I could do. Yeah. What, did, what did you watch? Uh,
9: well, I don't have cable, so I was watching uh, the radio. It's called the Comic Channel. <laughs> Oh, Comet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Comet love, Channel's good. I love yeah. that channel. What yeah, were yeah. you watching? That's on Channel 17.4, kids.
0: Yeah. yeah. What did you watch? What movies? What uh, horror the movies?
9: Man, a Man from Mars.
0: The Man from Mars.
9: Frankenstein. The Guy from Jupiter. Dracula. The same old stuff. Yeah, yeah. Classics. Yeah. God, to I've seen girl. it a thousand I want to say times. I hello to my girl, and I'm Mr. Towerbellies. Who? How you doing, sweet teen, Captain Romano? Hi, uh,
2: Gary. How are you? How you doing, sweetheart? Okay, good. How are you?
9: Oh, just peachy, kid. Just peachy. I all just right. want to say hi to my family. I, I love you all. Yeah, we miss okay. you, Gary. Hey,
2: can I volunteer okay.
9: for the camp ale for the No,
4: you can't. No. The mayor specifically said no Lauer. No, yeah. no. Actually, they're keeping it. Actually, this year, Gary, it's very kind of you to offer, but they're... Uh, needless to say, we're keeping things, have to keep things very specifically within the parameters that the city has given us to execute this thing, and it revolves people being vetted and checked. But and you know we, we you know
10: what, though? Uh, Phil Abundance does need volunteers, so this goes for oh, Gary. Oh, they do? Yes. Uh, okay. So for Gary Lauer, but really for anyone who's listening, uh, there's a volunteer page on Philabundance's website, which is philabundance.org, and if you want to help them out, they always need volunteers year-round. So, Gary, if well, there you would hey, hey, like to hey, do hey, that.
9: Hey, hey, Nick, that's yeah. right down the street, right, buddy?
10: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, right down the street.
9: Uh, I, could, I could give them two days of work.
4: Oh, that's yep.
10: very nice, here, Gary. You gotta that's cool. Go
9: I got you. Got to give back, man. They they, they trashed my hood, man. I, they, they, they trashed your hood. Oh, oh I'm that's what, yeah. My, my, hey, hey, look, man, I'm out here helping senior I seniors. I hate that w when family, I
4: see organiz- charity organizations go out and trash neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had the 4-H club in our area last night.
9: My, I would love to help my family in any way, shape, or form because it's the it's the best thing, and the least thing I could do for them. It's life. the
4: best way to do the least thing possible. That's
9: right. Yeah. No, I hear you. That's great. You got it. You nailed it. Don't <laughs>
4: yeah,
9: yeah. <laughs> no press, me. I'm truly. I I'm truly hope we could do our Christmas show every year, buddy. That's yeah. That's well, that's
4: not gonna the, happen either. Yeah. No. I, we will. We're we're doing something that's gonna be a fix that'll get us through this year. But I tell you what, when everything's back up and running, we'll 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 be set, and you'll you'll return to your I triumphant want, I return. Want,
9: I want to see these guys before 40 years end, man. I miss you guys terribly. Let's yeah, have, have a Zoom happy know? hour tonight. I, I don't oh, do God, happy hour. Okay. We should do a Zoom with him. I'm actually happy.
4: <laughs> okay.
9: But he doesn't have. Do you have a computer, Gary? Come on. You know I don't own one I, of no, I, don't I don't know how to turn one on. I, I wish I had a Zoom. I would love to Zoom with you someday. All right. Yeah. I ain't got it like that. I'm just rich in personality, man.
4: You're just <laughs> rich in personality. Well, okay. I, I hear you. All right, All right anyway,
9: man. I just want to tell you all. I miss you all. I, I hope you had a great Halloween with your beautiful family. And I, my family to yours, I ain't got one. I want to <laughs> tell you I love you. My family to yours, I ain't man, got these one. You guys are my family. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you right, are.
0: Gary? You are. Yeah, and I got one. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
9: I, I love you all. I love you all, dear, all dearly, man.
0: Oh, we love you, Gary.
9: Thanks Preston for calling. I Elliott, You're the man. Nick, thank you very much. Casey yep. Boy, Pony nice. Boy Foster, you rock. And my girl. Sweet tea Kath Romano. you're the best mom in the world. Thanks, and you, yeah. you left out Marissa And Marissa Magnata, she knows I love that. She's Mocha Magnata. She's a good girl. Miss Mocha McNaw, that's really... Right, yeah. okay.
0: All right, Gary.
9: Hey, thank you very much, Kim Thank everybody. you, Gary. Happy, happy happy second day in November. <laughs> Get out for those tomorrow. All
0: right, we'll you. do it. Thank uh, you, Gary. Oh, we little Gary. Little
3: Gary. Right Thanks. this very
8: <laughs> hour. Who's right on a right lower? or Gary? Lauer. What do you think? Lauer. Well, because we could say Lauer right this very hour.
0: Right this very hour. I like that. Smelling like a flower. hour. Sometimes
5: he smells sour. We'll work on it. We'll, we'll, work, work, on it. we'll work on, we'll on it. That. I
4: can see that being a threat, though, in some houses, kids. Do you want me to take you over to your Rick Gary? <laughs> <No! laughs>
0: when does the power hour start? Would you? It's 7 o'clock, right when your show starts at
3: 6.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's I enough. love it. There's
0: the no, 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 not like, a lot of kids coming by my neighborhood. Uh, really? Man. Hey, I did not... Uh, here this we're going to do the bizarre file, I promise you right, right. after okay. this, but uh, Steve sends over these audio clips and a little info sheet, and this one says Bradley Cooper seems to praise Preston and Steve in a PSA for voting. yeah, give a listen you
4: you can okay,
0: okay, so he <laughs> mentions us okay, okay, here we go. Hello, I'm Bradley Cooper, and I'm very proud to be from Pennsylvania. I was born in Abington, I grew
6: up in Montgomery County. And I care a lot about PA, and that's why I need to share this extremely important message with you PA voters. Make sure to deliver your ballot in person before 8 p.m. on November 3rd. There is a strong chance that that ballot, if it's delivered after 8 p.m., will not be counted on
7: the 3rd. And make sure you get your ballot in before 8 p.m. on November 3rd.
0: Thank you.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's there. Oh my it's,
2: God. there. <laughs> it's
0: there between you hear, your eyes. Yeah. You can hear yeah. it. You know
2: what he's saying. I heard he's it. a
0: little. Yeah, he's. You know, he didn't want to make the rest of the country seem jealous. No, so, no, no. Yeah, but I got you. It's there. It's there. Okay. It's there. <laughs> it
2: is
8: there.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Bradley. We appreciate it. All right, we're gonna do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now,
1: bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steves
3: Bizarre, bizarre. bizarre File.
0: Brought to you by Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. Legendary Philadelphia stable that has been family owned and operated since 1970. You can visit Lorenzo'sWestchester.com to learn more. All right, let's go with this. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Time to go now, Gary. Uh, an argument over a chess game resulted in one man being stabbed in the ass, but has no, no arrest have been made in the case. Uh, so this man was stabbed in the box. What is that move called in Classic Chess? Uh, I, you know what? I'm not really sure. Uh, the police were called to an apartment on a report of an assault after 5 a.m. on Saturday. The 51-year-old victim said that he knew only the first name of the man who stabbed him and refused to give police any more information. Uh, nobody wanted to say anything, according to the officer. They were playing chess they got into a small argument and somehow the victim got stabbed in the butt. Yes
6: sir. Bit me directly in the butt, talks.
0: Uh the owner of the apartment called 911 to report that a friend had been stabbed. So, no resolution as of yet. Checkmate. Yeah. Uh in an Ohio and I'm sorry, in Idaho falls man, and two others were in hot water after being found with cooking pots and two chickens in a thermal area of Yellowstone National Park. What was this? Uh this <laughs> A cooking pot and two chickens? Yes, in a thermal area of Yellowstone National Park. So they were cooking the chickens in one of the thermal springs? They were going to try to do that, yes. A ranger received reports on uh, uh, August 7th that a group was hiking toward uh, Shoshone Geyser Basin with uh, cooking pots. Well, the ranger responded and discovered two whole chickens in a burlap sack sitting in a hot spring with a cooking pot nearby. The Ranger spoke That's to the, just sick. Spoke to the group of ten, uh, the Idaho Falls man and two others were cited for foot travel in the thermal area. You you though you could actually. Right? It's 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 I don't know. I don't know if it some gets the, hot enough. I don't know if it's uh, you know it's it it's the I know that, yes, but I don't know definitely if it's spoiling.
10: Probably not a good idea. <laughs> uh
0: he was also ordered to appear in a mammoth hot springs court. There's I know that in Yellowstone Lake there's a thermal feature that comes up a cone that comes up in the lake. And Chicken used, cone. And they used to say that you could catch a fish, keep it on the line, and drop it in there and cook it. Now, that was, they, the rangers that were telling the story said, obviously, that's not true, but yeah. that was lore that you could do that type of thing. Uh, the man pleaded guilty to the citation, and uh, in addition to a charge violating closures and use limits, he was ordered to pay a $600 fine for each charge and will serve two years of unsupervised pros. <laughs> probation for wanting to cook a chicken in the this, springs and this is the first time this is not the first time that park visitors have been in trouble for trying to cook chicken near a geyser in 2001 a seattle television show host and producer dug a hole in the park to show how natural heat could cook chicken the show was reportedly fined 150 dollars and placed on two-year probation for disturbing mineral Hi deposits Gene Simmons and welcome to chicken cookers in a national- <laughs> today we're going to yellowstone park <laughs> the reality show yeah. To see if we can cook a chicken there. In a national park and stepping up trails near steaming guys. Well,
5: this summer we should try that uh, in uh, like on, on the dashboard of your car instead of putting
4: yeah. <laughs> cookies. Cook put a, a full <laughs> turkey dinner. <laughs> yeah, Cook a full turkey dinner
0: mm-hmm. on the hood of your car. Uh, surprisingly, the latest report of an unruly plane passenger has nothing to do with the airline's mask requirements. So that's good. A passenger aboard a Hawaiian Airlines flight... Needed to be restrained on Wednesday after allegedly attempting to open the exit door between Los Angeles and Honolulu. So they're we, over the Pacific Ocean. Oh, yeah, you're, you're up too high at that yeah, point. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. But, yeah. but still, this is full on. I can see that
4: you're excited. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, right? can't yeah. wait to get Listen, out in Hawaii. Hawaii's great. Yeah. And I know you are. Can I open
0: the door now? <laughs> The disruptive passenger was arrested upon arrival once the man started pulling on doors. Can you put my lay on now? Handle crew members were able to pry him off and restrain him with the help of an off-duty I'm just police, so excited. police officer flying uh, to Honolulu. Sorry about decompressing the cabin. The passenger told the outlet that he was uh that he also tried to separate the passenger from another passenger said this from the door and the flight attendant, but said the passenger was initially so determined to get out or stay attached to the door handle. Experts say it is not possible for a person to physically open a cabin door on a pressurized aircraft mid-flight, at least not without some type of hydraulic jack. So it wasn't going to happen, but... You're going to need hydraulics, Jack. <laughs> it's still crazy, and uh, they get yeah, arrested. It's insane. One last story. This is a good one. A Florida man didn't even realize that he won $1 million until hours after he bought the winning ticket... Uh, Lee Wingfield bought the new 200 times the cash scratch off game. He original, originally thought he had only won $1,000, which you'd be happy yes, about, right? That's winning $1,000. Sure, Uh He said, I originally thought I only won $1,000, so I put the ticket in my pocket and went about my day. And that night I realized my prize had a lot more th- than three zeros in it. Uh, it's like in the jerk, Preston, when they tell him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. On the cha- his head spins <laughs> all the way around. Uh, Wingfield <laughs> chose to receive his winnings as a one-time lump sum payment of $890,000. And the retail will get $2,000 bonus commission for selling the ticket. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Hey, we got a new Daily Rush video. Yay! Uh, The title is, Nick and his grandfather got a happy ending. (laughs) All right. And the description says there was even ice cream. So you can watch that video now at PrestonAndSteve.com. It is sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
6: Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
4: Steven Singer's Real Expert Jewelers are available for virtual and in-store appointments. Real diamonds, real experts, real people. It's easy to go to IHStevenSinger.com.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: As a reminder, two weeks from today, camp
6: out for hunger. Just want to keep hitting that home.
0: And uh, if you have questions about it, they can be answered at WMMR.com or PrestonNsteve.com. Take a look if you plan to participate this year. It's going to look a little bit different, but we want as much uh, participation and energy as we can get. So please help if you can. All right. In the meantime, we're going to do a lesson question. Today, we're giving away a $50 Carabas Italian Grill gift card. Uh, the question that we're going to go with is... Uh, Which marine mammals have returned to the Wissahickon (laughs) Creek? 215 263, WMOR. Which marine mammals have returned to the Wissahickon Creek? Do you know? Were you listening? You should call now so we can get your prize. 215-263-WMMR. While you're doing that, we do this. The trash
1: business is a gold mine. 933-WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All
0: right, let's see where we are today. What's up, Steve? Well, if
4: 86-year-old Sophia Loren wins an Oscar next year for a performance in The Life Ahead, she would have won Oscar's 56 years apart. The Academy's pointing out that the 56-year span would prove just what a terrible actress she is.
6: <laughs> oh, my
4: God. Chelsea Huska, one of the original teen moms, is leaving the show after ten seasons. Huska re- re- reportedly debut in a new series called Teen Gum Gum. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Lori Laughlin entering into prison on Friday to serve two months sentence for her part in the college admissions cheating scandal. According to witnesses, Laughlin walked into the prison, found the biggest former sitcom star in there, and immediately shivved them in the
0: neck. <laughs> wow. And that's your Hollywood all right, we'll uh, see if you've been paying attention this morning, because that's what the lesson question is all about. So, which marine mammals have returned to the Wissahickon Wissahick Creek 215-263-WMMR? And I will go to Debbie. Hey, Debbie, how you doing?
8: Hey, thank you, job Dunker.
0: <laughs> you dunked it. You dunked it. I all dunked right, it. Okay. what are the mammals that have returned to the Wissahickon Creek?
8: Uh, they were
0: killer whales. Killer whales, you got it. One moment, Debbie. We're going to give you a fifty dollars Carabas Italian Grill gift card. No matter the size of your holiday event, Carabas Italian Grill is here to serve you, starting at 39, $34.99. Carabas family bundles feature lasagna, spaghetti, chicken parmesan, or salmon separito. Served four to five. Serves four to five people. And are available through car-side and delivery. Kravas catering serves 10 or more and offers individually packaged meals. You can visit kravas.com for the complete menu. Now, Preston and Steve's Music view on
1: 93.3 WMMR. Yeah!
0: Blah, blah, blah. All right, then, music news brought to you this morning by Primo Hoagies. Uh, Watching the game at home? Of course you are, but you don't have to eat like it. Score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagie party trays. You can find your location or order online at primohagies.com. It's not just a hoagie, it's a Primo. Uh, David Lee Roth has paid tribute to his fallen bandmate, Eddie Van Halen, by posting a new song For the late guitarist. Uh, Blabbermouth reported that Roth shared the tune somewhere over the Rainbow Bar and Grill on YouTube with a clip featuring one of Roth's drawings. That includes the message, hey Ed, I'm going to miss you. See you on the other side. Uh, The track, which features guitarist John 5, was recorded around 2014 and that was for an unreleased David Lee Roth project. So he released that in Eddie's honor. Is guitarist John 5 a robot? Uh, no. That's Johnny Five. That's Johnny Five. five. I'm sorry. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, by the way, is once again striking back uh, online after Us magazine ran a piece on his parents' marriage. According to Us, in its new issue, Mom Valerie Bertinelli revealed the, quote, secrets to the couple's 26 year marriage, which split apart back in 2002. Wolfgang tweeted, F this and F you Us Weekly. The only thing printed in this piece of toilet paper that's true is that we all loved my father. This is not a new interview. My mother did not speak to them for this. That is all. That's what a it, slimy what thing
2: did to it, do. What did it say? Was it- I don't
0: know. But it wasn't anything new. So he went on to explain in another tweet, I know what a lot of people are going to say. Just ignore it. Uh, I'm not going to stand by and let people publish lies and make my family's tragedy someone else's entertainment. So... I didn't read the article, so I'm not no. Also.
4: But it's Us Magazine. Uh, and, Sammy and I only turn to them for who wore it best.
0: Uh, Sammy Hagar, who <laughs> revealed that he and Eddie had renewed their friendship earlier this year, posted a 1988 photo of the pair during happier times. The photo shows both guitars holding each other's custom Kramer guitar, with Hagar writing "Throwback to 1988." Eddie and I holding each other's guitars. That was fa- that was Frankenstein, and he had my model. And had uh, that he had made for me from Kramer Hagerstein. Uh, miss you, Bud, and ou eight one two and backstage are the hashtags. Uh, Wolfgang was among those who commented, simply posting a heart emoji. So, continuing to uh, show uh, their love for Ed. Corey Taylor will play a socially distanced secret show in Los Angeles on Thursday, according to Loudwire. A donation of five dollars to the Sweet Relief COVID nineteen fund will enter you into a ticket lottery to be in attendance, and only five winners will be allowed to bring a guest to watch the private performance. One grand prize winner receives an Epiphone Les Paul Special VE Vintage Edition electric guitar, signed by wow. Tim as well. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Got to get the entries in by tomorrow, and I would imagine you need to be near L.A. if you want to. Imagine. As you can imagine. As you can imagine. <laughs> Deftones have released the Purity Ring remix of Knife Party. Which will be included on their Black Stallion remix to celebrate the 20th anniversary of their White Pony album. Uh, And the remix will... That sounds like
4: 50 albums you just mentioned there. uh,
0: (laughs) ...be released on December 11th. The White Pony 20th anniversary edition will feature the original studio album as well as special mixes. One of them is from The Cure's Robert Smith.
4: Ah, love The Smith.
0: Also... Love The Cures. Love The Smith and Cures. Also, DJ Shadow, Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park, Fantogram, Squarepusher... Clam's Casino, <laughs> Salva, <laughs> and Blank Mass. Wait, Clam's Casino? I guess that is a DJ. Okay. You I'm know, assuming. The Cure did a fantastic remix of,
4: uh, I think it was Purple Haze. It was uh, uh, Hendrix. They did a version of it for their all-mixed-up
0: album, which was sensational. Who did that? The Cure. Okay. Yeah, cool. And then one last story. The Smashing Pumpkins released two new tracks from their forthcoming album. Uh, I guess it's pronounced Sear, C-Y-R, Seer. On Friday, uh, the new single, uh, which delves into the band's heavier and darker leanings while Ramona is a gentler, synth-soaked track accompanied by a gothic western-inspired music video directed by Linda Strawberry. Uh, the double album, Seer, will be available on Friday, November 12th. Seer, August. Seer <laughs>
4: say it. It's so the synth sound symphony of sounds. Cacophonous, and that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> I am Matt Cowper with the Music Roundup.
0: <laughs> all right, and there you go. That's all we got for you in music news today. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we will uh, we'll get you the first piece of the puzzle. What the hell?
8: What the hell? What's happening? <laughs> what
0: the hell? If you're in the room,
4: talk to some. Move something. It was. It was what we call a sweeper move this
0: uh, sweeper
4: move yeah. this cup if you're in the room. I yeah,
5: put yeah. the sweeper in the wrong spot but oh. I didn't hear it because I was uh yawning and I took my headphones and well, I had them above my ears so I just heard you say what the what I, what did you say I <laughs> what don't the know.
0: hell? <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay. Did You get enough sleep this week? I don't think I did. Okay, yeah, it's all good, brother. Yeah, it's almost no sad, bro. We're no almost. Sad. We're almost,
2: almost <laughs> oh my god, we're almost there. It's almost Friday. <laughs> it's <almost laughs> air, <buddy>. Listen,
0: yeah,
8: <laughs> it's
0: uh, 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 ten thirty on Monday. It's yeah. Friday's right around the corner. <laughs> it's mm.
8: practically right. Friday.
4: We'll
0: take a break. We'll come back in a second, and you'll get the first piece of the puzzle. That's what I was going to say for the letter of the day for the word of the week. Stay with us because we'll be right back.
13: Justin and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. You heard correctly. The event is a little earlier than usual. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families staring food insecurity right in its face, which makes the Camp Out Business Challenge more important than ever. Props to Subaru of America for leading the way, challenging other area companies to get involved. It's effective team building for your staff as they route. Together to help fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. For those who go the extra mile, there are prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including Preston and Steve, broadcasting live from your place and for your staff. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 933 WMMR. Putting Philly first.
0: Our show is coming to an end today, and I would like to thank our lone guest today, Paris Burrell, who was on earlier. Burrell. She is from the movie Q B Halloween: A Laugh Riot. On uh, Netflix right now, uh, Adam Sandler. It's slapstick. Three hundred people. It's goofy fun. It's Totally goofy.
4: Yep. It's it's lighter than air, but it's enjoyable. Yep. And she is a lovely young lady. She's unbelievably attractive, but she's a yeah, and she's a good actress and a competitive
0: gymnast or was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, we thank her for being on the program today. I would really like to thank Pierre Robert, um, yeah. but I guess he's not here yet, which is understandable. Because he was here late. Well, we didn't even talk about this yet. That's what I was going to say is he was here till what Ray Coob was telling me. So Ray Coob did overnights. He does overnights on the weekend. And I saw him when I came in this morning, and he's like, Pierre was here while I was working. Yeah. So he was here till after 1 a.m. Yeah. And what he was doing is over the course of the weekend uh, is redecorating the studios, the offices. Uh, he and, um, Gail, Gail. Thank you. I was going to say grace, but Gail, who does the, um, photos that we have the frames here, uh, throughout the office and, uh, they hung it up and they got it done. And sure enough, here he comes. He is alive. He is. I was going to say, well, I don't know if he's well or not. He's got to be beat, but the place looks amazing. Hi. Hey, Coop told me that he saw you.
7: Yeah, I was here till about twelve thirty. Quarter okay. one.
0: All right, nice man. Well, um, it looks amazing. I didn't know you were going to be doing this, decorating the area.
7: Well, I kind of wanted to surprise everyone, and uh, uh, so we started on Saturday. Uh, so uh, it was it was it was so much harder <laughs> than I thought. Well, you you
4: actually replaced everything in in some areas, and some areas are new. You have the whole way down to our office. You you did. Uh, And so basically, what was the museum that is MMR that kind of gave the personality to this area? I mean, there's a lot of history here that was just wiped off the walls, and it was very antiseptic, and now it's been returned. And I listen... It looks great. Thank you. It, the presentation is great. I don't think it looks uh, too informal or too, you know, uh, no,
7: it
0: bedroomy. Looks like a radio it, look, it looks like a radio
4: station. It looks much better. Yeah, yeah. much well, better.
7: Joe said, "Don't make it look like a college dorm," <laughs> and because I mean, our our other panels that we used to have, people would put bumper stickers on them. I mean, yeah. that looked like a real radio station because right. people do that in real radio stations. Yeah, but he wanted it to look elegant. But this is. A lot of it is fine art. Now, there are 25 new, brand-new pieces. Uh, if you wander down towards Bill's office, there's a Pearl Jam-themed section, which is stunning. Yeah. I mean, it's stunning. I have, have to look go. at that. Yeah, Ray was telling me,
0: I, did, I didn't get a chance uh, to go see it, but he said the, the photos are gigantic, and they all make one picture, and...
7: Yeah, well, the, incredible. The, there, there were four closing nights of the spectrum, as you know, Nicholas, because uh, you and I were there for all four of them, and this amazing... Um, he was in a lot of alternative newspapers like City Papers around the country. Tom Tomorrow, this artist, uh, created these images for the band, and the four posters go right next to each other. And so um, it has the f- opening night, the second night, and the four posters have artwork that bleeds into each other. And they reference, Steve, if you look at them closely, you'll get a big kick out of everything from, you'll see images of Superman, Kurt Russell, um, Uh, J. Edgar Hoover, Wow! all these things. And then these science fiction creatures, robots, uh, Superman, and they have Pearl Jam logos on them. But if you look closely, one poster morphs right into the second one uh, because the arm of the robot will go from the first. You have to look at them side by side. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you you go over there, walk down the hallway and look at them, and you'll see that – each one morphs into the other one. And then you look for all these different... I think Gilligan is in there, all these there's different Gort,
4: images. There's Gort, there's Snake Plissken, there's uh, Kurt Russell. There's there's a there's, Jawa.
7: Yeah, there's a, uh, Raquel Welch from One Million Years
4: B.C. There's... A robot from Lost in Space. There's uh, Gort from uh, The Day the Earth
7: Stood Still. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's re- they're really amazing. So we have those four right next to each other. But then on either side of joining them, we have the two shows that Pearl Jam shouted us out at. The first one where we got the interview uh, with Eddie and then the second one, which was the most recent one in 2016, those surround that. Then next to that is a giant picture of uh, Nick and Matt and uh, Eddie and myself. And then next to that is this amazing photo I bought from this guy named Lance Mercer when I was in Seattle who took all the early Pearl Jam photos. And it's Pearl It's Eddie in the studio um, looking with his head up to the light in their rehearsal studio and there's a giant um uh drawing of or i guess it's a like a uh drop cloth with pete townsend's image behind it so it represents to me um mmr it, newer and older right you know so this younger artist getting uh, image and guidance almost from this legend pete townsend in the background and so it's um and then there's all kinds of other stuff so and then the Metallica section over here is quite amazing. We got the Metallica fiddle, the one there's only a hundred made. We have like number twelve or something. And the and the actual bow and this giant picture of Sarah and Jackson and Metallica. And next to that is a signed Metallica poster to MMR and a Metallica platinum album that we recently got. Um, So, I mean, there's – and then the Woodstock section. I'll just brag on one more section. The Woodstock section, MMR was, uh, to show the history, the only station that I know of, maybe BCN in Boston, that took out an ad in the original Woodstock program. Um, And who knew that there even was an original (laughs) Woodstock program, but there was. Yeah. And um, the ad is up on our wall. And then we found on eBay original Woodstock tickets. From Woodstock itself. They've been kept in a bank vault. And they're, they're, it, they are actually real Woodstock tickets. Right that we uh, uh, mounted next to that. And right under that. Um, I went to an art show in New York City. With uh, Graham Nash. And this guy Henry Diltz. Who is a photographer who created the cover of Morrison Hotel. Did a lot of the Jackson Brown. Did the first um, several CSN album covers. Deja Vu as well. And he was on stage at Woodstock. And took a picture of Jimi Hendrix standing as close as I am to Nick. And that picture is right underneath the Woodstock pictures. And I had him autograph it to MMR.
4: You should do a, a like a, a video tour of what you have yeah. done now yeah, because yeah. it's Definitely. sort of a uh, yeah. it needs to be chronicled.
7: Yeah, that's a bit of a rave on about it. But those are some I mean, and we combine that with a lot of older pieces and uh, some pieces you've never seen. We found a Weezer signed poster, you know, all this cool stuff. So, Where did the furniture come from here? How did... uh, we want to thank uh, Michael and Kristen Nassif. Uh, she, he's a buddy of mine who used to be an intern here, and his wife has worked at uh, Ikea for 30-some-odd years, and uh, they hooked that up for us. Nice. So we got a little furniture. I mean, not that that uh, chair ripped with holes, that, the <laughs> stuffing coming out of it. And the other mismatched eagle's chair, which I brought over here. Yeah, it all ended up case. in our studio somehow. Here or another, go. The leftover furniture. I didn't know yet. what to do with it. No, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We um, we love it. Cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, so we wanted to thank uh, Michael and um, uh, his wife, Kristen. She got the stuff for us from Ikea. And then Gail is the amazing. I call her Gail the Great now. She does all of our framing. Originalimages.net is her website. Originalimages.net. And uh, she was greatly helped by her friend Sharon. Uh, and also Connor uh, came in yesterday oh, and worked for 10 hours. Jack of all trades, yeah, Connor is. Yeah. He's awesome. He man. never stops. Uh, no. He doesn't stop. Well, I asked him if he wanted to, and I said, you don't have to say yes. Uh, and he said yes. So uh, thanks to Sharon uh, and uh, Connor and to Gail from Original Images. You can uh, call her, 619 891 I think it's 610.
0: 610, not 619.
7: But she sent me it. She printed it wrong. 610-891-8917. And I'll give that out again later. And originalimages.net. She also comes and picks up your framing and delivers it when she's she's done with it, however you want it. She's amazing. And she uh, got the COVID test so she could come in and be safe. And she uh, meticulously helped us mount for hours and hours and hours. Uh, we worked, uh, nine hours on Saturday and 10, well, they were here. She was here 10 hours yesterday and I was here 12 or 13 yesterday. Wow. And we're still not done. Thank you so much. Really? Yeah, that's great. Uh, your, your wall, I thought we had more stuff for your wall. So some of your things are older than I wanted. Um, it has the. Larger Preston and a few of them, yes, which Dad I know Preston. you don't like. Yep, I don't um, like seeing them. <laughs> but we can replace those. Okay. but I couldn't. I thought I had a ton of P&S stash, and I couldn't find as much as I we wanted. We
0: have had stuff
7: laying around. You could you
0: talk know. to Marissa. There's probably more things. Well, around Well, God and bless about. her.
7: Marissa came in yesterday to help oh. us find some more stuff. Okay, one of your listeners made a really cool three dimensional Preston and Steve logo image thing, and uh, and we. We put that in the wall so it pops out like it stands out three-dimensional. I'll have to check that out.
4: We were in, during the um, show prep this morning. I just caught a, gl- a glimpse of what was going on there, and I was amazed by just that. So.
5: Yeah,
7: so, it, I mean, it's, it's, uh, if you take a walk around and look with some details, some of the things are you've seen before, but there's a lot that you haven't, and it's, it's uh, staggering.
0: Oh, man. Well, congratulations. On, thank you. Or, and thank you. It no, looks fantastic. No, no. Uh, thanks to all the others. All right. Let's uh, do our letter, if you would. Yes. Here we go. Preston
1: and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right.
0: The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today
7: by the letter P, is in pictures.
0: All right. And we have this very cool prize giveaway, and it's from our friends at Revivalist. So we have three bottles of the double gold award-winning Revivalist Botanical Gym, voted number one best craft gin distillery in America by USA Today. Three bottles of resurgent young American bourbon and three bottles of Preston's Quarantine Cocktail, a signature cocktail personally designed by yours truly. Wow! They helped me out with it. But it was, yes, I helped that. And it is, I'm telling you, you're not going to believe how yummy it is. May resurgent, resurgent bourbon and locally made apple cider. The cider is so good. Can I have some now? I, we'll yeah. give you some. You deserve it. From Revival of Spirits, you can keep life delicious. So we will give that away on Friday with all the letters. What's well, coming up
7: on your show today, Pierre? We have workforce blocks of Bush and U2 and Red Hot Chili Peppers and a vinyl cut. All right. And
0: I want to thank our sponsors, Best and Steve. Show is brought to you today by... Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show, and by Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow on the program, it's a Tuesday, so we will do tattoos for Tattoos Day. It is also Election Day, so make sure that you exercise your right to vote. And if you uh, need to drop off your ballot, get that done, take care of it right away. So we'll see what we can get into tomorrow. Yes. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.
6: The Breston and Steve love you. hate you live.
1: I would totally buy a Judge Judy flashlight. She's so
8: hot.
13: Next message.
8: Holy f- sh- I saw Nick McElwain on a trail in Valley Forge, and like, I didn't know what to say, so I didn't say anything. And this is my time to say hi. Hi Nick.
13: I saw you today.
11: Next message. It's no sad bro Friday, but today it's f- me Monday, as in. Me, I gotta do this all over again.
6: The Preston and Steve love you hate you line. Call 484
14: 434 1333.
1: MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and
3: DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.